Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Yes, we are live on a Friday. It's going to be a football Friday. It's going to be dominated by a football Friday. Don't worry, we have the Sixers losing last night in Portland late. I stayed up for a lot of that. And that's what happens when you have interest combined with betting interest. But we'll we'll take. I, that. I just had I just had interest, bro. I had no that's no skin fine. in the game. But <laughs> the, the trickle down effect is happening, and we have people that are joining our program right now as we open up Super Bowl champ Barrett Book Brooks, Harry Mays, Aton Shander at Brooks B Brooks seven two cheese. They need some more coffee here at B Brooks seven two NBCS and Harry Mays to you at Shander Show. You see it up here on their live and local from the Fritz and B and Cooley studios. We'll be joined by the network in a second. So, J.J. Watt released. Deshaun right now is trending. And this is like a real trend in the U.S. where there's thousands upon thousands of people tweeting about Deshaun Watson. I feel like whenever there is NFL news that comes out, it continues to push Carson Wentz lower and lower, kind of like with your trash bin full. And you think, (laughs) nah. Let me put my foot or my arm down there and jam it down a little longer. Right. It's this trash that's now settling somewhere in the middle of the bag because you keep jamming it down there. Yeah, no right. doubt. I mean, you know, he's a, kind of an afterthought uh, when, you, when you're thinking about NFL trades right now or, or just releasing a player's player movement, if you will. I mean, I saw that J.J. Watt video this morning, and the first thing I thought of was Ron Culver. I mean, how long before Ron Culver Great makes question. his exit uh, from H-Town? That is a fantastic question. What I mean, <laughs> More people are leaving Houston than Philadelphia. Yeah. Right, right, right. I thought, you know, it was messed up here in Philadelphia. You know, it's, at this point, it's not sunny in Philadelphia. It's a lot of snow and, and a lack of fridges that are going to want to come here to Philadelphia. Yeah. So, you know, it all affects Philadelphia in one way or the other. This used to be a likely landing spot. For big name free agents, I mean, at the time when we got Alshon, there was no way on God's green earth that the number one uh, free agent wide receiver in the league that year, Alshon, would have came to Philadelphia if he didn't have a quarterback that he trusted to, to you know, to throw to him. Yeah, and now he hates him. <laughs> right, right. So yeah. what is going on? Not only does he hate him, Harry, but nobody else is going to come here and trust their career. Nobody's going to put a contract year in the hands of Carson Wentz. Right. Are you kidding me? Thank you. I have a question for both of you and all of those folks who have already popped up here. I feel like a hypothetical could be much more of a reality today than not. I feel like there is a team that has been heavily associated with the Philadelphia Eagles and Carson Wentz that could maybe will make a trade for a quarterback that won't be Wentz. I don't know who it is. I Today? Don't know it is. Yes. I just, it's a Friday. It's a news dump day. Mm-hmm. It's a perfect opportunity to make a trade not named Deshaun Watson or Russell Wilson. So take the obvious ones out. Okay. But 
I have a feeling Uh-oh. that Chicago could make it. Let, let, let me just you think it's Chicago, there. not Indianapolis. I, I don't even think Indianapolis is on the map, to be honest with you. I would put them completely aside here. Hmm. But what happens if Indiana or if Chicago trades for a quarterback not named Wentz? Barrett is going to be okay, if not happy. What about the rest of us? What about the Bro, rest of well, the Blackleys? That's not, I'm not happy because, you know, the trade. I, mean, I don't care about being right or being wrong. I'm just letting you guys know. It, during my NFL career, that that's what happens. You know, you follow the money. That's the projected uh, reasoning on why these guys make decisions in the front office. Half the time, well, more than half the time, it's not even about athletic talent. It's more so about how much money can we get this guy to play for okay. and squeeze as much out of him as we can. But looking at it just from the hypothetical, mm -hmm. what what's the reaction here on the show? What's the reaction on the stream? What's the reaction in the city? And I'm not looking for the pulse of the fan base. I'm just saying in general. Well, because if that news comes down and Wentz is still here, do you think people light up their pitchforks and torches and start, you know, heading down to the Novacare hair? Well, I mean, it depends on what quarterback are you talking about. If you're not talking about Deshaun Watson or Carson no. Wentz, who is it? No. Because if they make if they if the Bears, let's say, make a move today and it's for Sam Darnold, okay? I think people in Philadelphia are saying, What? Like right. they would rather have Sam Darnold right now, uh, you know, who has done nothing in the NFL, absolutely nothing except to endure two seasons with that goofy coach with the crazy eyes who probably made him worse as yes. a quarterback, uh, you know, than, than a better quarterback. But they'd rather take a chance on that guy and send draft picks and maybe a player to the, the Jets than well, Carson yeah. Wentz. Like, right. what? Exactly. Well, like, you know, yeah, is that what you're saying is going to happen today? I, here's here's what I need from you, from Harry, from me, you being Barrett, of course, from Harry, from myself, all three of us, everybody else out here, from the Penguin to Joey to Shelton, everybody, Bruder, 9-11, everybody, right? What we need is that definitive line. We don't do lists. We don't do Mount Rushmore's. We do lines. <laughs> Oh, not, we do. I used well, to do not, lines. You know, those, those days are over. Yeah, those, that was back in the 80s, huh? Yeah. Or 90s. With DeBella. Happy anniversary to Play Action Real, by the way. We got to throw that out. Happy anniversary. Stacked up and racked up. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. All right, it's a football Friday. Wait a second. What are you talking about? There's no football tomorrow. There's no football on Sunday. The Super Bowl is over. We hit that amazing prop with the Bucks, Brady, and Gronk. What do you mean? Well, we've got movement already. We have possible movement. And then what I believe is probable movement to happen. Today is crazy. J.J. Watt is released. He's out of Houston Ron Culver is still in Houston, to our knowledge, although Harry well, out just to make sure. Yeah, I tell you, before the end of the show, Ron Culver might be gone, too. <laughs> well, let's hope it's under his own choice, right? A mass exodus. Well, yeah, yeah I, I would assume it'd be sort of like J.J. Watt. He'd really, you know, he'd release a statement on his own Instagram and, and or Twitter. I don't know if Culver's on Instagram. I don't think he's that. I'm not. Yeah. He's not? No. No, I'm not on Instagram. Why would I want to? show you guys what I look like.
<laughs> yeah, I tried to get Culver on the stream and he refused. He really? Even, yeah, he wouldn't even go with one of those cam down ones. Like if I bring on the uh, monitor day, right here. Uh huh. Way too early. You, you don't want to be seeing this on a stream. Well, is, is that be, is that because he wants to protect his identity in sports books throughout the land? That's what it is. You know, because I know guys like that. I mean, they will they will not come on camera, and they just put up you know their name in the you know a, a, like a black screen because they don't want to be known when they walk into a book. Well, is that's that what it is. Godfather does. No, no, no. But there are other guys on on the show that I do on on Wednesday night. Follow the action. They cannot be seen. Well, you know, a lot of a lot of places will. If you're a big time gambler, they won't let you in the building. They will only they will set a bet limit on the amount of money you can spend at the book. That's right. Well, so well, maybe we don't know you the way we think we know you, Ron. Is that what? Is that what? <laughs> you, yeah, <laughs> Ron, you got a couple bodies or something, man? What's going on, man? A couple bodies? Yeah, yeah. like underneath your crawl space or something. <laughs> Is this one of those things where when you move out, this opens up like a new Netflix show, something uh -huh. on the walls? And yeah, yeah. It was like the episode I saw of The Shield last night. Like, uh, you know, Dutch finally busted yeah. the serial killer in season one, and they found the bodies underneath the crawl space. Dutch and... I'm, I'm sorry, Ron. Love Dutch. I'm sorry, Ron. Fantastic. Yes. Yeah. Right, three. It's the middle. We got a lot here. What is gone? We'll hear from two. What we feel makes our firm different from others is the fact that we um, take our lifelong uh, personal approach and experience uh, and apply that in dealing with any client. We don't view a client as a number or another case. We view them as a human being and a person, a person who faces challenges that they never anticipated or they wouldn't be here. They wouldn't seek us out for help. And we put that personal approach um, to the forefront to make sure. You know, it doesn't take long for me to go down a rabbit's hole. So my fault, Ron. I didn't mean to put you in there. He, he can't hear you in the break. Oh, okay. Or we can't hear him, maybe. Uh, two new promos. Oh, yeah? Yeah, including one that's labeled Mr. Predicto. Oh, I love Mr. Predicto. Got major love yesterday on the yeah, show. Yeah, And after the show, there's a Twitter feed yes. now that I follow. Yes. Look at that. Yeah. Me too. We're going to have to ask some more Mr. Predicto We questions. got him. We got him. <laughs> yes. There are 30 responses you can get. Yeah? Up to 30, yeah. 30 total. Yes. Being one of them. Yes. They should, they should have the uh, um, Marv Albert yes in there yes. as one of the answers. That's a great one. No! <laughs> Can you imagine that? That's actually a pretty damn good idea right there is to get one of these, make these with celebrity voices. Yeah, yeah. Who would, now think about that. Marv would be fantastic. How about that clip from The Office, right? Mm -hmm. It's like, uh, who's that sportscaster who picked <laughs> that lady, Marv something? <laughs> you know who would be great? Chris Tucker. Oh yeah, his voice only. Right. Oh yeah, <laughs> who would, who would be the worst? The words like, that are coming out of my mouth. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that guy's no, great. Fool. No, yeah. Yeah. Right? it would be like three no's. No, 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 fool. 
<laughs> and then you had your uh, the other dude. Um, do you understand the words? <laughs> do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? <laughs> I don't. I don't know if you can play that movie anymore. Might be <laughs> offensive to people. What Friday? No, that was. Was that from Friday or was that no, from a? Uh, oh, Rush Hour. Okay. Rush Hour. Yeah. What the original? Yeah. Like the first yeah. one? Yeah. So I, I they milked it for three. Yeah. That's crazy. I got to send you the clip from the office when it's uh, Craig Robinson and Michael Scott in the car, and he's like, "Don't!" He, they make fun of the talk. He, what the hell just going on? Fade Parles again on the Sports Map Radio Network. I think so. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts Studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. All right, let's. Should we listen to JJ Watt? That's kind of like the biggest thing. Although, I do think locally here, people are. I'm just preparing for a possibility. Okay. Mm. For what? It's like when they used to teach the duck and cover. Back in, I don't know, like the 70s and 80s, right? Oh, what yeah. The, what do you mean the duck and cover? Like when you'd get under your desk? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, I had to do that in elementary Me too. school. Barrett yeah, too. Me too. Right. Yeah. I just I just missed it. I'm 42, so I just missed it. Mm-hmm. But also, actually, technically, I didn't. But by the time I was old enough for it, it was phased out. Anyway, the point being is that you take every necessary precaution, no right. matter what's going on here. And in the event, which I think has become more and more likely – just reading the market that Carson Wentz is not dealt to Chicago. He could still be dealt. He could still come back. Forget Wentz for a second as far as moving. But we see J.J. Watt. Deshaun Watson is trending. Russell Wilson wants out. All yeah, of that's not games. happening. You really, right. believe, you really believe that no. uh, Russell Wilson is going to get traded? No, but I, but I believe that it's going to push people who could get traded to, to get traded. I think mm. it's going to force people out. Look, we've brought up names like Cousins, Carr, Garoppolo, Darwin, Mariota. Mariota, exactly. Mm-hmm. If the Chicago Bears trade for fill-in-a-blank. Jameis it, Winston. Yes, and it's yeah. not Carson Wentz, although isn't Winston a free agent? No, uh, yeah, technically, is he? I think he's on a contract. I signed. I think he signed a two-year deal. Oh, okay. Yeah, he signed so, a two-year deal because we didn't know. He didn't know. They didn't know anything about what was going on with the, you know, Brees. with the yeah, right. Okay, Brees. that makes sense. So before we listen to JJ Watt and Ron's got a couple of cuts, I also see that Ron has put together two new promos from yesterday, including our pal Mister Predicto, who actually has its Twitter account. At Predicto Mister. Yeah, I follow the Mister Predicto <laughs> Twitter feed. So no, he's a, he's a free agent. Oh, James Winston okay. signed a one year deal. Okay. Wow. Yeah. So where is that line, right? Because I think for a lot of people, and maybe this is the same for people in other markets who are expecting either their quarterback to be traded or in the market for a quarterback, but. I imagine that there are a lot of quarterbacks, pretty much everybody not named Deshaun Watson and Russell Wilson, that we here would go upset, dare I even say livid over, gentlemen, if in fact the Bears made a trade for. If they trade for Jimmy Garoppolo, are you really going to be okay with that? No. No. Wentz is better than Garoppolo. You would All day. Yeah, I mean, I you know... 
Yeah, he had a horrible year last year. But, I mean, look at the full body of work. What is Garoppolo? Forget about Wentz for a second. It goes back to like a guy like Darnold, which I brought up in the last segment. What What has Garoppolo or a Darnold done yet in the NFL? Darnold really? is deeper and he's younger. Well, and yeah, but what has he done nothing, on the field is my, is my question. No, I get he, that he's younger and he's cheaper. What has he done? Well, nothing. Barrett's former teammate, Toom, told me this. It's one of the things that I, I learned a lot working with Imani. Like, I learned a lot with Barrett. And, and, you know, if you take the time, you can listen from these guys who are playing and, and they tell you some things that come off as funny and, and great little quips, but they have depth to them, which is potential gets you fired. Yet yeah. people continue to go down that road. Yeah. Potential gets coaches and general managers fired. But you know what, Harry? It's like, hey, a big warning on a carton of whatever. Don't eat this. Don't drink this. Don't smoke this. And what mm. do people do? They eat it. They drink it. They smoke it. <laughs> a general manager is going to look at Sam Darnold yeah. and say, I can get more from him than Wentz. I don't agree with it. I agree with you. But I also look at how dumb some of these people are. Oh, that yeah. Organizations. Yeah, true. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah that, that's true. And I know Garoppolo went to a Super Bowl. They went to a Super Bowl in spite of Jimmy Garoppolo. Okay? <laughs> they didn't use him the last. They didn't use him. Exactly. Exactly. And that co- that coach couldn't wait to replace him with Nick Mullins, who right. people couldn't even pick out of a lineup. Even even people in Hattiesburg, Mississippi, where he went to freaking college. Well, Not look at what guy. happened with the Rams. Same yeah. thing with the Rams. Right. 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 You know, and um, you say what you want to say. I, I don't put. I didn't. I didn't put Carson in that category. In fact, I still haven't put him in that category. And I'm not a Carson West apologist. I'm not saying he's anything other than what we saw. Um, lack of me. That's what the NFL is. You are what your last snap was. So I'm not going to put him in that category with those guys. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? But I am going to say this. Given an opportunity to play somewhere else, we'll regret it if we let him go and, and, and see what this kid can do again. Yeah. And and I think what we have to do, though, is is look at it from so many people are expecting to even wanting this thing to happen. Even Joey B, like, I got you. Right. I'm tired of this. I'm tired of this. Let's just happen. Let's just happen. Don't you think people will go crazy? And the assumption will be that if he can't be traded to Chicago, he can't be traded anywhere. I'd still hold out for Indianapolis. No. Yeah. Indy. Really? Yeah. There, there, there are plenty. I don't know. Like, what, what's Indianapolis doing? Waiting for the price to drop? No, Indianapolis is, is, is at this point, they're weighing out their options. They know that Carson Wentz is going to be there. So, yeah. why, I mean, what, right. we know he's going to be there. We're not worried about that right now. The right up until mid-March. Show. Right up until right. mid-March. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I think everybody's point, getting crazy because, you know, Schefter and a couple other people put out a tweet two weeks ago saying that, yeah. you know, Carson Wentz right. is yep. basically going to be dealt, the, you know, any time in the next couple of days. And then it didn't happen. So now what? Now you sit well, I, back and you sit sit there and say, well, there is a deadline. Deadlines produce action. And that yep. deadline is the third day of the new year. 21st. Yeah. yeah. Right. 21st. The 21st. Correct. But at the same time, I think we have to weigh optics and Barrett has been hammering this thing. And I know that there are other people who believe it as well, which is they hold out to see what they get back. Yeah. If Let's just say, and, and, and I'll go down your hypothetical, although I think what's going on in Chicago feels like more of a reality where they're out on Carson. They're going to go with somebody else. Even if they sign like Jameis Winston, they're going to go with somebody else. And that's going to have this place go crazy. But 
I also look at the optics of it. You know, the Eagles are are so concerned about the optics of yeah. how they look. So if they get, I don't know, a sec. Let's let's go down your road. Let's say the Colts give them a second and a fourth rounder. Just one are, second. One second and one fourth rounder that can turn into a third rounder. No additional pick. Let's no. just say that that's you're not it. doing that. No, 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 Barrett. I know you're not doing it. I'm saying let's say that's the cost. Let's what if that's, that's the best deal. you can get? Yes. Are you going to announce that Monday at noon? No. Or are you going to announce that Friday at 4:45? Friday in the at 4:45. That's a news dump take. Hey, I'm betting. I'm betting the narrative today, gentlemen. <laughs> I'm looking at the Philadelphia Eagles making a deal. It ain't going to be Monday through Thursday. I'm betting the narrative that they're not going to get back what they wanted. It's not going to look good. So let's just slide. This yeah, but it, okay. Let's just say for the sake of argument, you, th- that's what it is today. It's a second and a fourth from the Colts. Why, if you're the Eagles, would you announce that? Now? Why wouldn't you just hold out until the, the 11th hour to see if you can get more? And that's that there lies, there lies the problem because they're not, I'm, I, I'm telling you, they, they, they like the optics and they rely too much on the optics. That's why we got a gold standard. You know, that's that's why those things are said in this organization. That's why they try to put in little, cla- you know, little, you know, cliches like we're a, a quarterback factory or a you know, GM we're, factory. We're a GM factory. Now. Those are yeah. all things because they like to look be looked at. I mean, at yeah. this point, the owner does not want to look like anything other than cutting than, edge. Exactly. So yeah. he's not going to do that. He will look like a, a pure. And that's another thing I keep telling him. He will look like a pure fool if he doesn't at least get one first rounder because there were two first rounders that were given away for a quarterback that's over 30 years old. Now you're going to tell me that they're going to allow that to happen, that they're going to put their name behind that. Howie Rosen won't do that. And I don't think the owner will do that. They will not get anything less. They were not taking anything less than a first rounder for the trade. And I'm going to tell you the I truth. I think you're in for a rude awakening, my friend. And but we're going to football. We're going to play this clip when they don't get anything higher than a second rounder. All right. Let's, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Let's, 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 let's say this clip too, though. To this. There are GMs around the league who understand what's going on in Philadelphia. And they also understand that Carson Wiss needs a new place to, 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 to call plays from, to, to be under center. They understand he could still play at a high level. So they will invest in him. If, but why would they you know, do that? You know what's coming out right now? Real quick, Harry, because yeah. I heard this this morning and I saw it as well from somebody else. Lombardi was here locally in Philadelphia. Now this is a conversation that's been going on. I think Brant and others have mentioned it. You know, you know who's in on Carson Wentz? The only people that are in on Carson Wentz are people who have worked in that building. Everybody else. Uh, this is the new narrative going on right now. Every other team that has no impact or had no experience inside that building is out on him because of the fear of what they've been told. That's the new thing going on right now. So who who's left? It's Indianapolis and Chicago, right? Or he stays. Are we missing anybody? Uh, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> Jesus. So, okay, so there's only two teams. There's got to be more because they're a GM factory. There's more people from the, that, from the front cool. office. Is that it? That I'm saying that's the that's the latest discussion that's being oh, talked well, about. I, I I see on the on our stream, Muhammad says that according to Jaws. Now maybe Barrett can verify this because he's tight with Jaws. The Colts offered two second round picks. 
is the uh, word. Now, is that, I don't know if that's true or not, but if well, it was, it is, right? If it was, wouldn't Jones you? If you're that. okay, he did. Okay, so if if you're the Colts, wouldn't you rather just offer one first than two seconds? Because yes. that's a low first rounder anyway. Right. They're a playoff team. Yep. So it'll it'll be right around that 25, 26 area. Yeah, I'd rather just there. give them one pick, make it our first round pick, which is low anyway. Keep my second round picks. Well, yep. maybe they look at it where it's easier to break one into two than it is to combine two into one. Right? Well, it's easier to huh? take your first round pick and and trade back <clears throat> into the second round. It's always easier to move back in the draft than it is up in the draft. Because you have you ultimately have the leverage, even if it's 51-49, you still have like, okay, you don't want it, then we won't. We won't move back. So I may, and I'm, I'm guessing maybe they look at it like that where, okay, if you're Indianapolis and you hold on to that first rounder, then it's easier to move back if you want to as opposed to giving up your first round entirely and now having a, a, no ability to really move back into it. Does that make sense? Yeah, I, I could see that too, but like, I don't know. I mean, if you if you were offered two second rounders right now, Barrett, for Carson Wentz from the Colts, are you taking it? You already said you would. I would take that. You said but that well, yesterday. But but what the I, I would take it. I me yes, I would take it. But the optics of how that would look with the trade that's already been done with the Rams, mm -hmm. you yeah. know, I mean that's 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 what they're looking at. They, especially with those two guys being in the same draft. One and two, mm -hmm. they feel as though Carson played better than him. So why wouldn't they get no yeah, less than a golf? Golf plus first rounders was was sent away. That's the Absolutely. guy who, who Wentz was drafted for. That's what I keep saying. Wentz is the golf in that scenario. Absolutely. He's right. not Stafford, right. right? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, exactly. Well, we can't compare that to. All right, we got to take a quick one here. Do we have? Do we have a thirty? Are they both sixty second promos, Ron? I'm curious because we also have to listen to JJ Watt. We have a lot of things happening here. One's a 30, one's a 60. Can we listen to the Mr. Predicto now? That's a 60 second if you want. Yeah, let's do that. Then we'll break, okay? The, the, the middle. I'm out on fishing in areas like... Come on, bro. You have, you're about to have a kid, and he's going to want to go fishing. Uncle B can't take a fishing all the time. You got to learn to fish, bro. It's a good point. What do you mean it's a good point? My ability to father my child relies solely on taking him fishing? Ask Mr. Predicto. All right, what's the question for Mr. Predicto here? About your ability to father a child. <laughs> well, it has to be yes or no, okay? Will your son want to go fishing? Will my son, my boy, want to fish? Uh-oh. The signs say no. Huh? Oh, that's it. I'm walking off the set like Maury. Boom, boom. I'm out. Drop the mic. See ya. You're not capable of dropping the mic. Oh, my goodness. I'll yeah. roll with that Mr. Predict. This is my guy right here. <laughs> that's great. Beautiful, Ron. Do you hear right. Martinez? You're not capable of dropping the mic. <laughs> you had to get it in there. I know. I know. Quick one. We're back in three. It's the middle. Attention gun owners in the Philadelphia region. Sign up now with our NRA instructor, Bob Dooley, who will teach you gun safety as part of this three-hour safety class, which is being held at Delaware Valley Sports Center in Philadelphia. For information, drop an email to info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. That's info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. Learn the fundamentals at Delaware Valley Sports Center. You can't miss.
Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It. Yeah, Jameis Winston only signed a one-year, $1.1 million contract. They got him for peanuts. Yeah, 148000 signing bonus. Wow, that's crazy. Talk about a guy whose value went to nothing. He still went – he went 30 for 30 two years ago. 30 for 30. 30 yeah, touchdowns, touchdowns interceptions, 30 yeah. interceptions. So Joey B, how would I do this, man? How how would I uh how would I um do this Zoom for your kids? You setting precedents now doing Zooms on this show? We say he's going to he's uh his his kids are going to um playing a game. He wanted me to do a Zoom with him real fast. All right, cool. <laughs> I'm still the infuser. <laughs> it's still some sit down and I didn't touch it the past two days. Infused pineapple vodka. <laughs> so little Joy B has a game today. He said it to the ice. Oh yeah. Could probably score on Martitas right now. <laughs> right. <laughs> look, little Joy B will have a hat trick against him. <laughs> yeah. Good yeah, luck. Good luck. On the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. David Duval. Why does he still play? Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry May. Uh, down goes another one. Another fake account. I'm just giving us the benefit of the doubt that there's just no way people would retweet 50,000 times somebody saying the same thing over and over and over again until they hit the character limit. There's just no way we're that collectively stupid. So I don't know what you're talking about. Can you clue to, us and the radio audience in on this? I had to report a, another account as fake for being retweeted into my timeline. You know, I'm just making sure. So How do you know they're fake? Because they're, they've gone viral off tweeting something like one sentence copied and pasted as many times as possible to fit into the character limit. And mm. it's, being, it's, it's something stupid. Like, don't drink OJ after brushing your teeth. I think and you it, need to do a tutorial for us on the show and everybody on the stream. Like, like put up on like, could you do like a um, a presentation, like a PowerPoint presentation on the video screen here, and and walk us through how to recognize fake tweets? 
because I don't know how to do it. I don't well, care to not, know. Yeah, I do. I'd like to know. <laughs> the account itself has to be fake. Well, that's what I mean. To, right. I'm, I, what I'm doing is I'm giving us collectively the benefit of the doubt as as human as really human beings on this account on this. Right. App. I get that. Yeah, yep. that's that's all. Now, I, I guess I could technically share something, but it would have to be. It would have to be done like Barrett's videos ahead of time. That's all. Because I love the fact that you are at war with Twitter. I hate it. <laughs> I, I know. I love it. I love the fact that you hate it. I hate well, it, too. Yeah, and, and it's, it's great now because there are people who are being victimized by it who have stood by it for so long that now mm-hmm. are like, oh, my God, my privacy is being invaded. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, well, what the hell were we telling you forever? Yeah. Now, we should listen to J.J. Watt, right, at some point? Yes, we should. And then right, we have right. that other promo that we have to get. By the way, that last promo was fantastic. Unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. Great work out of Ron. Right. Amazing. Right, right. Amazing. So that was the 60. Let's listen. Ron, do you have the 30? Then we'll listen to a couple of J.J. Watt clips. Yep. Your show. All right. Well, it's not my show. <laughs> Let's listen to the 30-second promo. The, the, the middle. It's called the Gonza Fort Peninsula Park. Looks nice. Nice green space. Right, right, right. Just looks like, you know, what's um, what's the the park in, in the middle of New York? Central, Central Park? Park? Central Park, yeah. Central Park, yeah. <laughs> most famous park in the world. Right. Park. It's probably the most famous green space on the planet. <laughs> Thanks, Ron. The best part about that is is Barrett spent the like Barrett was making fun of himself more than we were making fun of you after that. That was hilarious. <laughs> like, yeah, I guess I should have known that one. Well, how about Mertidis getting in two promos? Yeah, right. I like that. yeah. Wow. <laughs> and you notice his mic didn't sound all that good. Uh, he just doesn't sound all He's that got good. the bootleg internet. I, yeah. I know. I know. I don't know what's See, going I, on. Man. I have thought about withholding these until next Tuesday, but it was like, nah, these are too good to pass up. You guys, oh. it's Friday. Oh, Friday, no, we'll Friday. play him for, for him on Tuesday, no oh, doubt. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Got to let him know that he's loved in some way. <laughs> keep Fair him coming enough. back. You got to keep Fair you got to keep Jason interested. If you don't, man, he could be out the door quick. Next thing you know, you'd be looking at the dot sitting there yeah. instead of his picture. Talk hockey. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Now I got to ask you, since uh, Ron brought up, you got to feel loved. It's Valentine's weekend. Valentine's, oh, right. Valentine's Day, I believe, is Sunday. Yeah. Which yep. to me is nothing except it's the midway point of the worst month of the year. So I'm halfway through the dreck that is February in the Northeast. That's the only thing. That's the only significance of February the 14th in my house. And I want to know what goes on in your house, Barrett, and yours, Aton, now that you're, you know, newly married, you got a kid on the way, that kind of thing. You got to at least get flowers, man. Why? You get flower- <laughs> no. Flowers die well, in, within a week. One of those gold-dipped roses, cuz. Well, yeah, right. Back when I was, uh, you know, on the radio, you know, you'd have all these giveaways and stuff at this time. So then you'd get these live reads, like, for the two weeks leading up to Valentine's Day. And you'd be like talking about, you know, 1-800-Flowers or whatever it was. And then they'd give you like a free sample. Like it would just it would just appear in a box. You remember this, Aton? You'd see the boxes laying there, right? Giving them to many a people. Right. Yeah. By, by the yes. time I got it home, within three days, the thing's dead. You didn't take out the box when you got home? Well, of course I did. Oh, I'm just okay. saying, like oh. once you put it, they, these things, they're, they're basically dead. 
not the gold dipped ones. No, not the gold dipped. No, I thought you were talking about that. No. I thought you were talking about the gold dipped rose. No, no those I were in the prize closet in the yeah. back behind lock and key. One time, and uh, let's see. No, all right, so I can tell this story. So this is years ago in a previous life where I was trying to lock someone down who was mm. not one, but probably like multiple leagues up on me. Okay. So I I convinced this is this is back, yeah, where I convinced our old production or promotions director. Uh huh. Actually, I don't think it was him. I think it was Melissa. Oh. I yeah, convinced to get a two of them. Two so gold yeah. dip roses. Yeah, I had two gold dip roses, and I used those to my advantage, my friend. So you were basically playing in the MLS, and this person, this uh, this this woman, was Premier League, you know, like um, material. Right, right. Yeah, is that what you're up. saying? I wouldn't even say I was MLS. I think I'm like Martinez Beer League. Oh, is that right? And and she's Carrie Price. Oh, wow. Yeah. Pretty much. Bro, come on. Wow. Okay. So the two gold dip roses, did it work? Well, yeah. Until she realized why there is such a gap between Mm -hmm. us. So for, you know, a couple of weeks it worked. Okay. You know, I look back, I'm not a hurt man as a result of it. No, no, you're not scarred. No, the strategy worked. Yeah. Okay. No, I, I had to smooth talk my way to a couple of gold tip roses or dipped roses. And right. Now I, I can't afford that now. So. No, no. Yeah. Well, you got to keep up on all your bets. He's got to keep you know, betting. Right. You know, you don't want you want you don't want bookies you know, sending people to come see you now. Right. Gold dip rose or round robin. <laughs> right, so, right, yeah. right. I'm gonna tell you the truth, man. I get I get stuff sent uh, to hold, uh hold, hold that. Let, let's do that coming up in this break. Barrett at Valentine's Day. What we feel makes our firm different from others is the fact that we um, take our lifelong uh, personal approach and experience uh, and apply that in dealing with any client. We don't view a client as a number or another case. We view them as a human being and a person, a person who faces challenges that they never anticipated or they wouldn't be here. They wouldn't seek us out for help. And we put that personal approach um, to the forefront to make sure. Now what what were you saying? I said um you know every once in a while especially during football season um <clears throat> especially this season I would go to the office you know on uh Sundays before the games and I'd have packages there from people to send stuff to me you know like you know skull shaver and you know different stuff you know what I'm saying and I can remember you know people getting upset with me because people wanted me to you know use their stuff and just tweet it out and stuff, you know, and, and there was some like some major haters in, in the office because of that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, you know, look, oh, do you get a pair of shoes today? Oh, oh. Or you, you got some shave your head now? Oh, you can't afford it. Well, you were getting her. like payola. That was like payola back. That's what they yeah. call that in our business. Yeah, yeah. So I would gotta get that stuff. And you know, a couple of people got a little jealous about it. You care Keeping to name names? I mean, no, 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 no. no? They're good friends, man. Good friends. Was that was that through the radio or is that just through connection? No, not through radio. I mean, it's, yeah. some was through radio, but mostly it's through uh through NBC Sports. Yeah, I mean, when I when again when I did that show with Amani, man, he would come in with new shit all the time and be like, "Hey, man, you want these Kenwood hardwood headphones, whatever they're called?" I'm like, "What?" He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I did those. Yeah, I did something for the Giants and they gave me a box of them. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm like, what? 
Yeah, yeah. give me them. They're, you know, two hundred, two fifty dollar headphones, whatever. And he's just like, yeah, I did something for him. They give him a box of them. So. Right, right. And that's the same thing. You know, <laughs> same thing, man. Amazing. But I tell you, and and this is what he said, and I'm sure that you and others, Barrett, do the same. Where you're always going to have not like you know blood like your brother or, or uncle or whatever, but there's there are going to be people that are family, if you will, that are going to be around where you can keep them at arm's length with the free shit you get. And that stops them from hitting you up for 500 bucks, 1500 bucks, things along those lines. Where you can kind of just kick them a little free shoes, headphones, right, stuff right. like that. Right. I mean, it's sometimes, you know, I mean, it's like, you know, I, I don't get like the regular people asking me, you know, can I get some sugar so I can make some Kool-Aid? You know, I don't, I don't get those type of ass. I get asked like, uh, you know, can I borrow $500? Well, Borrow would mean that you're going to pay me back. Right, right. What's, right. what's the likelihood that you're going to pay me back? Yeah. It's a good point. Uh, it's a good point. But I'll make NFL money now. This is The Middle on the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Park Studios. Here's it's The Middle. Alexander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. I make The Middle money now. Well, <laughs> teams not budging on Carson Wentz trade offer is what I'm seeing from NBC Sports Edge Football, which is basically Roto World that's been renamed and branded. Okay. And then right above that, I see the best odds from the Action Network, <laughs> technically points bet, on where J.J. Watt will land and Barrett's old team, the Steelers, at plus 150, the heavy favorite. Wow. Packers are at plus four. Ravens at plus six. Yeah, what about the Packers? What about the Packers? Yeah, he's a Wisconsin guy. Yeah. I mean, they could use him. Oh, yeah. They could use him. Where would you go right now? Um, To the Packers. No, I'd probably go to Pittsburgh. Play with your brothers? Yeah, even though, I mean, you know, the, the one guy's like Daniel Baldwin. You know, he's like the he's like the fifth Baldwin brother, right. the, the guy who plays fullback. Nobody even knows his name. Who well, yeah, that's kind of that's kind of, that's kind of what happens with us. You know, we always get the other brother. Right. You know, in Philly. Yeah. Always, yeah. In Philly, yeah. We always get the other brother. We don't right. get the real brother. We get the instead other of brother. George Brett, we get Ken Brett. <laughs> yeah. You know, Wait, Daniel Baldwin. Really it's, instead of, you know, Clay Matthews. We get the other Matthews. Yeah. I mean, what was what was his name? The, the, the linebacker, the undersized linebacker name. out of yeah. Oregon. Hey, yeah. Casey, Casey Matthews, Matthews. That's, yeah, right. that's right. Casey was more like William Baldwin. He wasn't terrible, but he clearly wasn't even above. Like he wasn't right. Daniel Baldwin. Like Billy Baldwin had some good movies, though. Daniel? Billy, you said. Oh, no, I said, yeah, William is technically Billy. Yeah, that's Billy. He had some good roles. Yeah, but he's below both Alec and Steven. Yeah, I, I you think so? He's below Steven? Yeah, I would say so. Really? Interesting. Stephen Baldwin always gets a pass for me because of the usual suspects. Mm. Right, 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 right. Good in it. Yeah, okay. he was. Yeah, he was. I don't. Think that's one of that's. Yeah, I, I gotta watch that. I'm gonna watch that this weekend, man. Oh, usual suspects. Oh yeah, that's a well-written movie too. Yeah. All right, let's listen to. I mean, you know, Adam Baldwin. You go back, right? Full Metal Jacket, Independence Day. I mean, he's he's up there with Alec. Let's go, J.J. Watt. And, Ron, if we can, let's listen to the first cut, him asking for his release, please. I wanted to do this on video uh, as opposed to putting out a statement or doing a press conference or anything like that. 
because I want you guys to hear it directly from me. I want to speak directly to you and the city of Houston um, so you can hear the words straight from my mouth. Um, I have sat down with the McNair family and I have asked them for my release and we have mutually agreed to part ways at this time. There it is. Yeah, I didn't even have to listen to that. As soon as I saw it come up on my timeline with a video of his family, I'm like, this is his resignation. He's out. <laughs> Bruh, I had to do I had to do some hits for NBC this morning. On this? Yes, yes. I had to go do some hits on it. And and what makes it so bad, man, I, I had a, my, my morning was just too busy this morning, man. My for somehow my dogs got into something, man. So they were sick and oh my goodness, man. I'm been cleaning up. Well, what was the angle? What was the angle in Philly about J.J. Watt? Well, you know, just from free agency, him being a Houston quarterback connection, what are the chances he might come to Philadelphia? Oh, I, mean, I just I just broke oh, it down, you know. God. I think I Tyrell Williams has a better chance of coming here than J.J. <laughs> Watt, right? J.J. <laughs> <laughs> Watt going to command over $10 million a year, isn't he? Uh, no question. Wrapped, unless they're going to start moving on from people. But Oh, you said $10 million a year. Way over. more than $10 million a year. That's yeah, way. Over. He's probably like, what, yeah. $12, $13 million for a year? At, at the very even, even at 31 at least that. Uh, can I can Even I ask more. can I ask one question? Did you go back to whomever it was and say why in the world would JJ Watt want to come to the Eagles right now? He's at the end of his career. He wants to get a ring. Why would he come here? Well, that's, ask me a real question. Well, that's what I said. I it's woke good. up for this. Yeah, I woke you up early for this. this. That's what I said in the, that's what I said in the video. So. Yeah, I, I was up until watching one o'clock watching the stupid Sixers drinking pineapple infused vodka until one thirty in the morning, and you got me up for this. I was already up, man. I was already up, man. <laughs> look, this and my is dog. Look, and my dog life. was looking so sad, bro. My dog was looking. My boy dog, because he thought he was just gonna be in so much trouble, you know, because I mean, he doesn't use the bathroom in the house. Well, he did, man. He was sitting there looking at me, and I'm looking. I'm like, oh, and I felt so bad for him. I'm like, oh, come on, Blaze, come on, Blaze, come on, boy, come on, boy. And he's shaking. I'm like, Blaze, it's okay. Come on, well, boy. Why did he use the bathroom in the house? They got into something. I don't know what they got into. They got into something, and they're both sick. Uh, yeah, I've been cleaning up dog uh, all day. Yeah, man. So I mean, and I had to disinfect it. I had to uh, you know, bleach it. Right. You got to get the Stanley steamer. Oh, I, I, that's what I have. That's what I did. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's what I did. Yeah, yeah. It was, but it was in the kitchen, so it was on the, it was on the floor. But I still took my steamer and got everything up because I, you gotta make sure, man. You get all that stuff up, man. You know. Mm. Look, just so I'm, boil, boil some chicken. Don't season it. Just boil some chicken, and mm -hmm. make some white rice, and feed white it. White rice. Yep, white rice and boiled, not brown. Browns uh, for us, whites for them. White rice and boiled. Just don't put any salt. No season. Mm. I know. I, trust me, I know you're going to look at a chicken. You're going to make a piece of chicken and look at it like uh, it's not going to feel right to you without seeing right, it. Right. right. I mean, I'm looking at that chicken like, he's no. not eating this. He's no. going to want to put barbecue sauce on <laughs> No sauce, nothing like that. No sauce, no season, nothing. Right. Just boiled plain chicken, chop uh -huh. it up, mix it with the rice, and feed them that. Give it to them, you know, like for, for dinner and breakfast and It'll help. It'll definitely help. That's the yeah. easiest fix without taking them to the vet. Yeah, well, wow. he's in a, he's in my they're in my garage right now. You Good. know, I mean, my garage is, is um is heated, so it will it has heaters in it, so it's it's hot as hell in there right now. And he's there in there right now, just feeling bad, man. I, I feel so bad for him, bro. I feel bad for him. I mean, he, you know, they they just don't do that in the house, and right. I mean, he's looking at me like, you know, Dad, why? 
You know, he's looking, why, Dad? Why? Well, reward them with the chicken and rice. They won't. <laughs> yeah. Right, right, right. Uh, right. So real quick, I'm, I'm looking at this here. Also, odds coming up. We'll talk about this. Odds on w- where people are going to be drafted. That's already out. But according to the Athletics, Zach Kiefer, NFL teams, quote, showing over the last week that they're not going to budge on the Eagles. Very, very steep initial offer for Carson Wentz. Mm. Kiefer named the Colts. And implied other teams are in the market for Wentz, who is certainly on his way out of Philadelphia. I'm reading this from Roto NBC. Bears have reportedly shown interest in Wentz, but even a quarterback-hungry team like Chicago seems unwilling to pay a premium for Wentz. Hmm. Birds reportedly don't want to give up Wentz for less than the Lions got from the Rams. Third round, first round, first round. And then they add this, Wentz's total debacle of a 2020 campaign complicates things for Philadelphia. This could persist for weeks or months. Well, see, that, that's, the, that's, that's the funny thing about this. It's like, look, we're, you know, we, we value Carson Wentz because we value him at what the, you know, what you paid for Stafford. Well, if you value him so much, then why don't you want to keep him? Well, that's, you it. know. That's it in a nutshell, you know. And, you know, and everybody thought I was just being a Wentz apologist. Like, I love Wentz. You know, he's the best thing since life. No. The dynamics of what's going on in that organization are pointing towards the direction that they want a value pick in Carson Wentz's services. They they do. They think that he is still a great quarterback, you know. And well, they just not here. Right. <laughs> they want to get rid of him. That that's the one thing I think we can all agree on. Yeah. Is that nobody from the organization has put out any type of information or misinformation saying, uh-uh. Mm-hmm. What are you talking about? We're not we're not shopping. We love guy. Carson Wentz. Yes. Yeah. There hasn't been a Clark, a Skaversky, a Kempsky, whoever, a McMullen. There hasn't been anything that's come out and said, I'm hearing from inside the building that they never really we're looking. Well, you brought up uh, Clark, John Clark. Do you see the latest thing that he put out on both his Instagram and Twitter? Jalen Hurts and some of the young receivers are going to be getting together here in the next couple of days or weeks to have a sort of like a little camp down in Texas. I believe it's in Houston. They're going to have a catch. They're going to have a catch. Have a catch. (laughs) You know, and that's what that's what you're supposed to be doing anyways. You know, even with these. Yeah, but not with the backup quarterback. Right, right, right. right. Well, Carson's not going to do it. Now, if they want to go hunting, they can all go go hunting right now. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. But as far as, I mean, I truly think they're going to, you know, send that quarterback specialist out there to Carson, you know, and and and, and try to fix them in that way. Because if I mean, you look at everybody that talks about how they get better in the offseason, is, is, is with the um the quarterback um, that, you know, everybody uses, that, that quarterback whisperer they use. Uh, is, is one of their quarterback's brothers or something like that. What's the guy's name from um play with the Bengals? They're still trying to train Oh, Palmer. Him. Palmer, yeah, Palmer. Yeah. Well, the, the, the Palmer's the, brother. His yeah. brother Palmer, he's he's like he works with everybody. They're still All the big to name quarterbacks. Him, though. Like uh, that, that's the thing is is why wouldn't you at least have him out there now working and, and preparing? Like he's not even doing that. Well, Aton, Aton, Aton. You, you gotta understand this, man. He is not going anywhere. He's not. Of then course they're gonna dangle it out there. Okay. Just if in case somebody bites. Anywhere. Yeah, all right. Let's think this through. Okay, we just talked about this with Ben Simmons for a month where Simmons was dangled 
and it created this controversy for about a week's worth of play on the floor about whether or not he would be traded and constantly asked for it. I don't understand how this helps a brand new head coach, yeah. a locker room that has been fragmented because of two things where Doug gets fired and Deuce gets looked over mm -hmm. to where you are dangling a guy out there that you ultimately want back. I'm trying to look at it from Sirianni and the guys that are their standpoint more so than Carson. If that oh, they don't sense. care about them. Oh, yeah. those are young guys. They'll get it. They'll right. eventually get it. Brandon that's why Graham. they end up. That's why they end up with a Sirianni. Right. You this know? wouldn't happen. This would not have happened if you had a veteran head coach come in. That's why or there was going to be. Or you kept that veteran head coach. Right. Exactly. Right. right. Thank you. Yeah, Thank yeah. you. I mean, Doug wouldn't have been putting up with all his BS. He wouldn't have. <laughs> he wouldn't have. You know, no, and, and, and it's, it's, it's 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 it's. But see, that's what I'm saying. Doug should have flexed when he had the opportunity right after the Super Bowl. If he wanted more power in the organization, he should at that point said, look, either you give me more power or I'm out. He didn't well, have right. all the power in the world then. Right. But he didn't. He kept it a status quo. So it's, he's out right now. And now they brought in a coaching staff that they could just do anything. They'll be like, all right, even if we don't keep him, they can coach this guy up. Or yeah. if we do keep him, they can coach this guy up. You know, they're not worried about how the locker room is. They understand. That's why, you know, the, the so owner said what he team, said. The team has made decisions for one person, not for 52 and the coach. I've been telling that's that for the longest. That's what it sounds like. Where does that work? And don't tell me New England because we have evidence of Brady making sacrifice after sacrifice to bring people in and be a teammate as well as a leader. So where I, that's and, and we're not arguing or anything like that. I just like, what am I missing? Harry, where does this work? It doesn't work. No, it doesn't. That's why we're going to lose right now. We're going to lose because it does not yet the, work. Yet the odds have just came out that the Eagles are the second uh, predicted to be the second team in the NFC East. Yeah, that could be a possible wild card. That's because you're dealing with Dallas. Snap. Dallas right now. Uh, let's let's look at that coming up. We'll wrap. We'll break the hour. Hopefully, you'll stick with us in the break here. Phillyvoice.com slash the middle and sports map radio. Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It. All right. Oh. Okay. Uh-oh. So are you going out and getting some, some chicken? I got some. I got you some. You got some? Yeah, I'm going um, to go down. In fact, I just text my son to go down there um, and, and take some out of the freezer. What about the white rice? Got all that. You Got do? Yeah. We don't have any white rice. Just we wild keep, rice and brown rice. We keep that rice, man. We keep rice, period. Yeah? Yeah, man. What, to, throw your, to throw your cell phone in if you get it wet? <laughs> no, I mean, I love rice, man. I love I love, I love cooking Asian foods. So I'm always making rice. Fried rice, you know I me. Mean? I love it. Not white supremacist rice, though. No, you can't, not white supremacist. can't no. be getting that. It'll make me sick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you see that? You, hey, Jason, you're right. D-Gun said yesterday Doug left because of Howie. Yeah. Yeah. He did. yeah. Howie, can we – Howie I, doesn't exist. Howie I look at it. Hologram. 
Stop he Howie. He's a cardboard cutout. Seriously, there's Howie is Jeffrey Lurie. Ble call it for what it is. <laughs> God, I I see the Wilson is the biggest problem. I'm like, who's hiring? Who's enabling? Who's right. It's it's Jack? it's Lurie. Yeah. child. <laughs> I look at it as Doug Doug left the Eagles. Yeah. He did. Yeah. Yeah. He instead of the other way around. Yeah. Absolutely. As did Deuce Staley. Yeah. Guys want it out, man. I would want I would want out also. Yeah, me too. I mean, you can at least throw me a bone. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've done enough that you know you, you see my ability to 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 lead men. And that's a that's a that's a hard thing to do. Boy, we need to talk about this thing with the Sixers, man. This is bad. What thing what with the happened? Sixers? Looking for There's a bad trend developing with the Sixers. Uh-oh. Really bad. Plus, my yeah. Pistons thing got blown up last night. I'm really pissed about that. Angry Al saying, for once, you're right, Shander. What's he talking about? I don't know. I'll take any victory I can with Angry Al. <laughs> Get me? That, that is a tough man to wear down. Trust me. <laughs> I'm today. And he doesn't just give up like you after like halfway where you're just like, screw it. I got it. I can't do it anymore. <laughs> do we need to break this man out? Is it time? We're listening to the middle. Yes. Sports map radio network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry May. Yes, hello. We are winding down our first hour here. Top of the next hour. Right here on the stream, phillyvoice.com slash the middle live and local from the Fritz and B and Cooley studios across Sports Map Radio. But we'll be live on the stream for the top of the hour until we return at six after. And there is a disturbing trend going on right now with the best team in the East, the Philadelphia 76ers. And we have to explore that. Now, yesterday, this thing got such a great run on the program that there is a Twitter account yeah. for Mr. Predicto. So. Should we update the Carson Wentz sweepstakes with this? Or is there another yes or no question that definitely needs answering from Mr. Predicto? And it doesn't have to be one. We have a couple of questions that we can throw out to this thing. No, we, we need the prediction. We need we need to see. The, okay. the, the odds are the Carson Wentz gets traded. Be traded to the Bears. Now is not the right time to tell you. No, no, I'll see? just be there. He's, he's right on it. That's how he's see. He got until the third day of the league it. year. Is this Adam Schefter or <laughs> Mr. Predicto? What's going on? We went to a solid source, not somebody guessing. Yeah, it's Adam Schefter. And, 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 and not Schefter. It's Adnorn. Adnorn Schefter. Now, how, how predictable is that? How right is that for him yeah. to say it like that? Okay, yeah. well, let's look at this. Will Carson Wentz be traded to the Indianapolis Colts? I love the sound. It is best not to say now. See? What? See? How he's got time. Yeah, time. Wow. He's got a lot of time. Is Angry Al an idiot? Oh, that's not right. That's not right. We love you, Angry Al. That is not right. 
We love you, Al. All right, we got to ask Mr. Predicto in the next hour if any of us are going to get busy on Valentine's weekend. All right, is is uh, is any of the three now? Should we add Culver in there to make it a foursome? Um. Okay. He's got kids that still live in the house, mm-hmm. so he's kind of in between Barrett and I. All right. Well, any of us, the four of us, get lucky on Valentine's Day weekend. No doubt. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's Valentine's. No, that's for us to decide. That's for us to determine. That's the screen's job in the next six minutes to determine which one of us. Unbelievable. All right, we're back. Coming up next. Second hour, Sixers trend right now. Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It. This team has dropped down to like 25th or 6th. It's early still, but there's there's enough going up where it's starting to be a trend where they are not only significantly struggling to score points from behind the arc, but they're getting outscored by like seven, eight points a night from three, which is not, especially for a team that was built to be better than the last couple of years with guys that should be able to just launch shots. And I mean like Curry and Green, right? Secondary pieces to Embiid and Harris. So they've they've completely fallen off now. And you look at what happened. That. What's that? I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say that. I don't, I don't, from, I don't think so. From the number standpoint, they, they, they're getting outscored by close to three possessions a night from three. Well, that's because they have a dominant force in the middle. I mean, look at uh, – Shake Milton, for instance, for example, Shake Milton didn't play last night. He's a facilitator. He drives to the basket, which pulls guys to the basket, and then he kicks it out to the open three. Those are right. all dynamic. Those threes aren't going down. They're, well, I mean, missing, they're not hitting threes, and on top of that, they're getting outscored by nearly two – no, three, sorry, full possessions from three. Well, at this point, man, you look at it. They lost last night with, with three or four. What did they lose by? They lost by four. Tobias Harris was terrible last night. Right. right. So, I mean, our, the major the major score. Did, I mean, look, and also you got to look at example of, of two of four. And in the in the four games, this trend has has definitely been evident. I, I'm not I'm not buying into that simply because last night's game. I mean, what's the what's the odds that Carmelo Anthony would be lighted up like that at his age? Fourth quarter, he scored 17 points. He was unstoppable. You know, so I mean. That's a factor that, you know, you can't look this having that happen later on, you know, during playoffs times that Melo would, would, would heat up like that. Portland was unconscious early in that game, too. Yeah, and, and Lillard was killing it. Here's the yeah. thing, though. You're talking about the, in the first the, quarter he was right. That was enough. I mean, they were up after one and, and that that was enough for insulation. But even even with them beat out there. Like you would think having a guy down low who would command a double team to where you would have an open guy. Like if Embiid is on the floor down low, 
then somebody's going to be open. Even if it's Simmons from three, you know one guy's going to be open because of the double. Yeah. So with them beat, I'll, I'll give you the numbers here. And look, I'm not I'm not saying you're wrong to feel that way, Barrett. I just I look at it like it's it's a concern. This is yeah. what Bodner. They've fallen down to 27th in the league in three point attempt rate. They're just not shooting. Yeah, I mean, low average. I'm sorry, Harry, having a below average three point percentage, which is 19th. They're being outscored seven points per game from behind the arc. So just over, sorry, two possessions, not three. Danny Green doesn't get enough shots. Yeah. When I text him, he's got to work for it, though. He doesn't work for shots like Curry does. Curry works for shots. Mm. Green, Green's a setup shooter. So right. if he's if you don't kick it to him when he's open, he's he's not going to shoot it. So it, he 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 passes on a lot of possessions just because he's not working for the ball. Now you know, talk about this team is a is is a is a center dominated team. So when you say those shots aren't being taken, those shots are being taken, but they're just t- being taken. In the post, and Corkmaz is shooting below his regular average. Now you can say that. I'm yeah. saying we're you not say that. threes. They're 27th. In That's the what league. I'm talking about. Threes. I'm yeah. talking about threes. Three point yeah. shots. They're 27th. Hold on a second. What the hell is going on with this stupid mic? Nah. We spent the last two years, even with JJ and that squad two years ago, begging this team to come into the 20th century, which mm-hmm. is start shooting threes. And I'm not saying that they're not going to do anything that the season's over or anything like that, but it's pretty surprising that with Curry and Green and Milton off the bench and a rock in the middle in Embiid, that they're not even shooting threes. That's my issue here. Yeah. So they shot. So they, well, they shot. shot 27 of them last night. Yes, but the NBA, is, that's the point of it, though, is that you have to look at it in comparison. Now, last night is, is going to be one, but even still, with last night's 27 three-point attempts, they're still 27th yeah. in the league. So you should be shooting are- 10 more per game, basically. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Is the average around 35 to 38 attempts? I'll let you know the specific, but... I mean, come on, guys. We can't we can't downplay the fact that they're not shooting threes. Yeah, I'm with you. I, I, when I watch the game, I don't necessarily see that. What I see is a team that's dominated in the middle. I see a team that you know you, you want to get the ball in bead or drive to the basket. So you're not going to get a lot of those three point shots when you, especially in the fourth quarter, when you want to give it to your best player. And and that's why I say you've that got, you've got this team is built with three point shooters. And now you're justifying them not taking threes? That's like no. having Sean Jackson run out routes all day. Man. No, I'm just saying, no, I'm saying that Embiid is where the team is based off of. And in the fourth quarter, when it comes down on the line, I don't Barrett. want a three. I want somebody in the middle. I want I want Embiid in the middle to take every shot if you could. He should be taking threes as well. He's a three-point shooter. Yeah. yeah. He's no 40% from three. For where a big man, he is. Yeah, where yeah. do we get these? Where do we get these dynamics from? Put them down there, pick and roll, you know. Uh, that's talking about shot days. Ben Simmons ain't taking no threes. I know that. I don't need that. <laughs> gave me over 20 last night, though. 21. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Our second hour, John McMullen, our NFL insider, is going to join us at 1240 Eastern to see if he feels like we feel on a possible trade. I still think that 
as much as we've downplayed Russell Wilson, rightfully so, let's take the pulse of the program here. We don't take the pulse of anything else. But I definitely, until the Jets draft somebody, I definitely think that we still have to talk about the likelihood of the Jets trading for Deshaun Watson only because they're probably the only team that could trade for Deshaun Watson, right? Uh, watch out for another team in the division. Uh-oh. Watch out, watch out, watch out. Watch out, watch out, watch out for Wifty. Watch out for the WFTs. Yep. Yeah. For Skins? Washington. Yes. I mean, uh, Washington football team. Well, yeah. you know, another team, that? another team that you might, you know, have to look at are the Patriots. They have mm-hmm. 55 million under the cap. <laughs> yeah, but can they match giving up? Can they, the, the Jets have the best package of picks, right? So can they match that? I don't know. No. I don't think they can. I don't I, no. In Washington, the Jets, nope. look, the Jets have a lot. And I give Asman credit because he's been pounding this thing for a while but i don't know if it's like it's almost as if if the texans don't trade watson to the jets they won't trade him at all how could you get a better package from what the jets have to offer right you can't because they have money in the cap and uh they have more draft capital simply because what they've been doing the past couple days you know douglas you know he, he's done a massive job of getting them in a position right now to do what they need to do the eagles are so far up against it um the washington football team are still trying to you know get cap space well not get cap space but get draft capital from all the trades they've done you know norman you know they're still trying to get draft capital from that trade and that was what four years ago i just don't see it man I, i i can't see it bro can't see what i can't see them that uh deshaun watson goes anywhere but but the jets hmm well, that's not much of a market. Right. I mean, you know, I mean, I realized, you know, why, who does Houston have pulling the strings right now? They just lost another front office guy the other day, didn't they? Right. Their yeah. president, I think, left. And they're right. a total mess. They're worse than the Eagles. They really are. And that's uh, saying something. The entire city have, is worse uh, than Philadelphia right now. We might have Chris Krause coming on. Chris Krause? Yeah, it's spelled Not different. Chris Cross, but Chris Krause. Loved Christopher Cross. <laughs> yeah, that guy had it. I mean, you if you were in a uh, if there was a movie in the eighties, his song was in the soundtrack. <laughs> right, he was like, a beast. Uh, Christopher Columbus, the producer. What? Remember, there was the Chris Columbus. There's a, a famous producer named Chris Columbus. I don't know him. Yeah, he, I think he worked a lot with Gerard Depardieu. Was that his? Was that his statue in South Philly? That's all boxed up. No, I is don't that the producer's so. statue? Chris Columbus, man, come on! Wait until I tell you the hits that this guy's behind. You're gonna feel foolish. Yeah. Yes. Wow. Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Harry <laughs> Potter and the other thing. Oh, there's wow. like seven Harry Potters. Yeah. Azkaban, Chamber of Secrets, Sorcerer's Stone. He did Monkey Bone, Bicentennial mm. Man, Step Man, Jingle All the Way. Wow. Pretty deep, huh? Only the Lonely. That's an underrated mm. candy movie. Candy an under, actor. yeah. An underrated what? John Candy. Movie. Oh, John Candy. Only yeah, the he, Lonely. Yeah, it's a romantic comedy, and and he's it's funny at times, but it's really more like it's it's crazy to say this, but it actually shows some range for Candy. Hmm. 
I can't his see him brother, in a. His mother is hilarious in that. Yeah, I can't. I can't see him in a dramatic role, man. Well, it's not dramatic. It, it's a romantic comedy, romantic. but there are some there are some moments where you know, like in any romantic comedy, right, where it's like fight to get the girl or keep her, whatever that is. Like Groundhog Day. Yeah, I, I don't know if I that's a romantic say. comedy right there. No, Groundhog Day. No, he does it's everything to get the girl. Even though he's going through a Groundhog Day, he's going through it to get the girl. You can have sex or a relationship in a comedy without it being a romantic comedy. I never saw that about? movie. Groundhog Day? Yeah. Bro, it's about a really about a guy who, who 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 lives the same day over and over again. Isn't it Bill Murray and he's a weatherman or something? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. But in the midst of him doing that every day, yeah. He's trying to get or draw the affection of who's a woman. the girl? Who's the actress? Um, it's not. Uh, I'm Andy not good with those names. It's not that Andy McDowell, is it? It is Andy McDowell. It is okay. She was in like 50 movies in that time yeah. period. Right, right, yeah. right, right, right. No, Big hair, all that. Yeah, yeah. Kind of liked her. <laughs> she, she, I mean, I tell you, she weathered the storm. I mean, she her window was open for a while. Right, right, right. You know right. what I'm saying? Here we go. Listening to the middle on the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts Studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. All right, we're, we're tracking down. I was going to try to get him on earlier, but it was a late night, and he just got back to us. Chris Krause, who covers the Sixers, NBA, Wizards. He's also part of this cool site, 48 Minutes, where it's a lot of NBA analysis breaking stories, rumors, things like that. Him and uh, Sam Amico, who's with OutKick as well. So if we can get Chris up here in a second, maybe he can talk some sense into Barrett right. about why Got to. it's such a big deal this team doesn't shoot enough three-pointers. Just, I don't know. That would be my theory. Maybe we can. I'm, I'm not positive on that yet. Well, it is kind of it is kind of strange that, you know, they rebuilt this, retooled this roster with all these quote-unquote shooters and now they they don't seem to to you know to be taking as many shots. The same guy, Harry Mays, in yeah. Barrett Brooks, who was pounding his pounding. table, yes, that brand new awesome table that he created for Ben Simmons to shoot more. Yes, he's now not upset about everybody who should be shooting not shooting. I'm well, no, I'm not. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that they need. The, 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 I said the team is built. On Embiid. So towards the end of the game in the fourth quarter, it the ball has to go to Embiid. So I'm not necessarily mad if they shoot they don't shoot a lot of three-pointers because when the game's on the line, I want right. Embiid shooting. That's the but only if, thing I'm but saying. But if you're the opposition, you're going to be trying to deny Embiid the ball in the fourth quarter, aren't you? Absolutely. But I don't think that this at this point, this game, you can really rely on uh, uh, is a credible marker on how this team in the direction is going. You know, if you look at what happened last night, it had everything with a to do with an old man just lighting it up. He lit it up, man. He has seventeen in the fourth quarter. I mean, yeah. the fourth. I mean, come on. Well, who's man. playing defense on him? Well, at that point, we couldn't take Embiid. Uh, you know, I mean, uh, we couldn't take um and, and and put Ben Simmons on him. We couldn't do it. So, I mean, come on, man. Where's your boy Tobias? Yeah, getting ate up. Yeah, he, he could, stunk last night. He, he could, good. he could, he couldn't handle it, man. Not good. He couldn't d him up. 
But that I mean that to me that's for that's Farcon. He's supposed to be he's supposed to be Ding him up. Stop worrying Furkan. about shooting three. You want he's supposed Furkan. to be Furkan Korkmash playing yeah, defense? Want anybody up. He I want him to spell play defense. defense. <laughs> that's the problem. Jesus. But, I mean, who else but Ben Simmons could go out there and and, and you know and, what Furkan Korkmaz means in Turkish? You know what the translation is? No. No defense. <laughs> <laughs> You're telling me that this is like Dirk Nowitzki, where guys on the Mavs would call him Irk because there's no D in Dirk. Are no you telling me that? Dirk, baby. Yes. That's what it's I, here the whole time. I thought it was strong and sturdy. I thought Furkan Korkmaz translated to strong and sturdy, and it's no defense. No defense. Oh, well, I'm just saying, God. if we take Ben Simmons off um, Lillard. Then, it, mm. then he'd have really lit us up. We'd have lost by 15 mm. as opposed to four. So, you know, I, I, I'm glad they kept uh, Simmons on him. But, I mean, somebody else has to step up. You know, and then, I mean, Carmelo Anthony just lit us up. But I'm saying, you know, Farquhar is supposed to be able to stick a guy like that. He's supposed to be able to play defense on a guy like He's old. No, not you. You're asking. He's old. Where's the expectation room? Who had that up I, there? I, Berger? Shelton? Somebody. It was Berger. That's what I get. That's what I My expectations. You're right. That's right. Yeah. I I don't know, man. What do you what do you do, man? Uh, Anthony, he he was he was averaging what 13, 12, 13 points a game, but he takes us for, for seventeen in the fourth quarter. I mean, well, that's not much. Like you're, you're in the fourth seventeen. What? No, but I'm saying, Carmelo Anthony, you're you're acting like Carmelo Anthony hasn't been able to score even in his twilight years. That's it. Like, it, it wasn't like he was all over the place, you know, hands on the ground, like Woj back at Duke. Let's right. go. Let's go. Right, okay, right. wait, wait, wait. Speaking of which, speaking of which, I, you had me watching your terrible alma mater on the floor. And I saw them do this thing late in the game against Texas. Is this a Kansas State thing where the kid from Texas was bringing the ball up on the floor? And the guy guarding him went down with two hands and slammed the floor. And then another kid behind him did the same thing in front of the guy he was doing. And it was like a domino effect. Each guy did it. All five guys did it. Like they were doing the wave in front of their guy. Like <laughs> it just meant they were about to get the their ass whooped, man. That's all, that's all it meant, man. That's, you know, you know what that comes from? From UNLV back in the day. Yeah. Greg Anthony, those guys used to do that. I mean, like Moses Scurry, all those guys. Larry John. I remember Moses, Moses Scurry looked like he just coming off a 40 night every night. Yeah. Like Mo he, Moses like he Scurry. Getting, <laughs> yeah. Every time he went and got a rebound. Ah! Yeah. You know, he looked like he came. He, he was drinking infused pineapples yeah. Yeah. at halftime. In glitter gulch. <laughs> yeah. Moses Scurry looked like he was 45 years old when he was playing in college. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I'm telling you, man. Those were back in the day. I mean, I love that team, man. Yeah. Love that team. That was when college basketball was. Great. Oh, no question. That's when Duke was just like the ha most hated team ever. Yeah. The most hated team ever. Well, they, aren't they not now? Bobby Hurley. It's not like are. they were back then. Not like yeah. they were back then. Hurley, Grant. I mean, yeah. they all look like poster boys. You know what I mean? That was back when te the Temple would actually go to the tournament and go. Right, deep. right, yeah. <laughs> absolutely right. All right, we're going to jump. Mark making days, yeah. yeah. See if we can move McMullen to one for overtime. And it looks like Chris is going to join us coming up at 1240 Eastern. So we'll continue to move forward here. I was going to break a little early. Don't worry. We're good to go. All right, so all right, so we're saying this. Are we still are we still on? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. So I'm trying to yeah, – I'm, I'm, looking, I'm, I'm looking through the roster. <laughs> yeah. And I'm trying to figure out – who could stick? Who could I go out there and carry and 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 D up, Anthony Thibel. 
wait, wait. You're asking who can D Anthony like Anthony is their main guy. Carmelo Anthony was a product of Damian Lillard and others doing work early. Right. Exactly. That's exactly. Exactly. So in the fourth quarter, you say, you're trying to say they didn't shoot threes. They couldn't shoot threes. Why at not? the point? Because they needed to go to their best player. But you, hold on a second. You're you're okaying a strategy that trades twos for threes. I don't like that. I don't want to do that. In a league that commands that you shoot the three, I don't want to trade a bucket down low for Embiid with Gary Trent Jr. launching up another one from 40 feet out. <laughs> That's your problem, Barrett, is how the hell does Gary Trent Jr. get 19 off you right. in place of the injured C.J. McCollum? All right, so this is, this is it right here then. You can't have expectations in this team going anywhere other than what than, than than get into the playoffs and getting kicked out in the first round because they're built for a team that works well down low. If they can't play defense uh, on Camelo Anthony in the fourth wow. and stop him, wow. how are they going to win? They get bounced in the first season. round. You're going to have to break it up, like you yeah, like bust it up. Right. Right. Yeah. Doc, that would be the only way that anybody, and this is why you need Doc Rivers here, because if it were Brett or anybody else coaching this team, not with the cachet and credibility of Doc Rivers, then ownership front office would say, we can't, we can't. But Doc Rivers would be the only person or one of maybe four people in the NBA who can go up to Daryl Morey and say, mm -hmm. dude, you saw it. Yeah. I saw it. Both of these guys are really smart. I'm not saying that they're the best ever at what they do, but they're really smart individuals. And it's going to take that to go to ownership and say, you got to break them up. Right. Well, we Shannon, this year. But Shannon, you got to look at this, though. I, I, all I'm saying is this team is built with Embiid being the superstar. Then you can't expect to go out there and shoot threes like they were, you know, like they were the Golden State Warriors from, from four years ago. Yeah, but it's not built to be that way. They don't Green is old, though. man. He's he's old. Green is old. Green yeah, is old. I'm not asking Danny Curry Green is, to Curry, do anything Curry, more than and Curry Carmelo is not. Is old. Not yeah, Carmelo's old. You can't Carmelo should be in a old. wheelchair. So that means so to so you're so you saying that he's old. All right, yeah. So you're saying that Green is only going to catch uh, lightning in a bottle every once in a while. So your expectation is that you want him to shoot and be that guy every single game, but yet and still you're saying that. Well, Anthony, he caught lightning bottle one time. This team is not built to, to throw up free threes like that. It's just not. It's just, so your expectations I, I are wrong there. With, hold on a second. I disagree with that assessment that with Seth Curry, Danny Green, Tobias Harris, and your Yes, yes he started it. And Shaq. One of the few bigs who you can get four to five threes from an MB. Embiid. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't I don't know where you're getting at this team. Well, so, Harry, okay, okay, let me ask Harry then. Let me ask Harry then. Let me ask Harry then. Harry. What? Is Green a starter on the Lakers team or even 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 with, with, with Golden State? Or even no. or with Portland? Is he a starter? Well, I don't know but about Portland. But he, yeah, I know. He starts for, he so starts that, for us. So that's your, your beef? Is yes, Danny, Danny Green? Really, no, my beef is this. We're asking a guy that's not really a starter anywhere else to be a starter here and put up points like he is a starter. It's not happening. This team is built 
for 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 playing with Embiid being the dominant force. So yes, that's what's gonna that's that's probably what you got to think about because no, I'm just he, asking him for to make trade. three or four threes a night, shoot eight and make three or four of them. Right, one that's for it. three with 31 minutes on the floor. That ain't enough. Is a disappointment. Right, it, right, yeah. because you don't have the personnel to put up that many threes. That's what I'm trying to get you guys to understand. You don't. We don't have the personnel to put up consistency. Consistency. That many threes a game. They're not going to shoot that many threes a game. They're I, I not. Don't, I don't know what the possessions aren't taken away from. Any, the possessions like, are taken away from the three because they're going but, down low to Embiid. But okay, I, I that's a that's a possession that's not going to be a three. There isn't anything in and and look, this is where I am arguing with you. There isn't anything in front of us that that says that the the amount of possessions that they have per game. They're not being it's not being taken away. It's the type of shots Tobias Harris and Curry each took 12, 13 shots, respectively. They're able to get looks. There's also guys coming off the bench like Embiid got 25 looks last night. So attempts, I should say 25 attempts. He didn't take anything away from anybody else. Look at that. They shot 86 times across the board. 27 of them were threes. Yeah. And, and Embiid had 25 total shots. He dropped 35. Like Embiid is doing everything he can. I, I don't right. I don't see where it's like stop right, this word, this down is, and therefore he needs to do more. Like he's already doing okay, all right. The yeoman share. I understand, but this this is what I'm saying. All right. So when I so when, when you're saying that, so when I look at when I look at this game and I see the guys in this game, so I, all right, I'm gonna look at the roster. When we come down to court, I see two guys that are gonna consistently shoot threes. That's Curry. And that's green. Other than that, we got that's midpoint nice shooter. shooter. We got midcourt shooters. Harris, midcourt shooter. Uh, ben Simmons, not even a shooter. Moss, he wants to be a shooter, but he's, he's not consistent. Well, that's what he's supposed hold, to be. Hold is de- a defense. You, want, you don't want Tobias Harris shooting threes? Yes, but will he shoot them consistently? He's more of a, a, a mid-range guy. He look, You got to look at what their roles are on this team. Look at his roles. Look at the roles on this team. You got a guy shooting over forty percent, playing at an all-star level from three. I want him shooting threes. You and I, you and I would be at odds on the. Bench. Oh yeah, this is this would be a great. This would be a great team meeting. At each other. <laughs> Coaches uh, meeting. I just look. I just look at this roster. I look at the roster. I see two guys that can shoot. Three pointers, well, three. All right, I'll give you the three. I'll give you the three. I'll give you um, Harris as a guy also. So you have three guys that'll shoot Fort threes Miles. consistently. No, it's Curry, Green, and Harris. Okay, those are your three point shooters right there. But I think of Harris more so as a mid range guy. That's what I think he is. Not you brought year. two guys in to be three point special. I mean, two guys. So you're going to say that that I mean that's going to be the major point of your offense. Two guys that would not be starters. Anywhere else. That's what I'm trying to get you to understand. Well, Would they be starters well, anywhere else? Seth Curry wouldn't be a starter anywhere else. That's not true. Even Danny Green's old ass would start on a couple of teams. I yeah. don't think so. I don't think so. Really? You're telling me that Seth Curry couldn't start anywhere else in the NBA? Well, was he starting where he just left? No. Was Look Green starting team. where he just left? That team has fallen off the face. They they may not even make the playoffs Dallas. this year. Yeah. yeah. I guarantee you that Dallas would want him back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, we got to take Hell, they take J.J. Barea back. Can they take Carson? Did Green, did Green start? <laughs> no. Oh, Green, look, Green is the one you want to keep hammering here. 
That's that's the thing the the guy that does you the most justice in your argument. We'll chat with Chris coming up at twelve forty Eastern. Quick one here. It's the middle phillyvoice.com slash the middle in sports map radio. Attention women of South Jersey and the Delaware Valley. Sign up right now with our lady NRA instructor, Nayara Andrzak, who will teach you gun safety as part of this three-hour safety class, which is being held at Delaware Valley Sports Center in Philadelphia. For information, drop an email to info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. That's info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. Learn the fundamentals at Delaware Valley Sports Center. You can't miss. I just don't see I don't see Green and Curry as, as starters <clears throat> anywhere else on a on a good Green team. Green averages shooting six threes a game. Last night, how many did he shoot? Three see, in thirty one minutes. Yeah, there lies the problem. Yeah, there lies the problem. Yeah, and Tobias averages four sh- uh, threes a game. How many attempts? He had last night? Attempts. He's shooting forty two percent, man. Yeah. I, I, okay, but I'm just saying. I, I guess I look at I look at those two guys. Four point four, four. That's almost four and a half shots, three points a game, three pointers a game. I just don't think that we can rely on Curry and Green to be those guys. I think I mean they're going to shoot threes, but this game is going to be built through Embiid. I want Embiid shooting at the end, in the fourth quarter. As a, does that mean we're going to trade? You know, two for threes. We got to play better defense. Well, that's okay. Well, then their defensive rebounding is less than half in the league right now. They're like 18th or 19th. Because Green and Curry bring nothing to the table but three-pointers. Well, I'm saying, though, is that you don't have enough size down low. You're, you're 18th, 19th in the league in defensive rebounds. It's not just all long rebounds that you're missing out on. You're giving up offensive rebounds. You're giving up second chances. It's not just them beating up. That's my point is like, they individual stats are fueling some defensive things for metrics for the Sixers, but overall they're not a good defensively rebounding team. No, I mean your two rebounders are are are, are um, Simmons and Embiid. Though you're well, two Howard off the bench, although Dwight yeah, Howard, Howard, that's he killed me last night. Ass missing that second free throw. What a crumb! <laughs> How do you not? That's what I'm telling you. Don't ever bring up Dwight Howard to me again. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't even say his name. Free throws. <laughs> Worthless on this team. They wouldn't miss him tomorrow. What? What, Howard? <laughs> All you're doing is missing free throws out there. Get him out. Oh, my well, goodness. Pistons minus two or Pistons minus two and a half to win the first quarter tonight. Average. Oh, God. They're plus 160 on the first quarter money line. Smile and be happy says Farrakhan is a great three-point shooter. He's horrible at everything else. Yeah, He's like 34% this year. That ain't great. His no, career, he's like 37 no, or 38. He's also coming off the bench. Man. You're listening to The Middle on the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Just looking at anything potential, any possibility here. You know, Daytona 500. Got a play coming out on that one, just so you know. Oh, yeah? Yeah, Chris Boucher, is it? What? B-U-E-S-C-H-E-R. Chris. Ron, are you familiar with that name? 
Okay. Who does he drive for? I don't know. But the metrics for Chris last year at all of the super speedways, he was a top 10, really like top seven, top six, seven driver across the board. Mm. And he's a, more of a long shot. So I took him as a top 10 finish at plus 250, mainly because of, again, he, he finishes. When you look at all the metrics for rating drivers at the super speedways, the big races, he is like six or seven on the list as far as all the drivers are concerned. So for him to be a top 10 finish at plus 250, first race of the season, why not? Wow. There it is. Uh, I'll go with Joey Logano. Well, Logano is number one on the metrics of all. Is he number one? Well, he was number one for the metrics, right? All right, because he's but, he's, you know, he's like still, a second or third favorite here. Correct. And the yeah. guy who's the favorite is the one who's won it two times in a row. Hamlin. Correct. Yeah. They got the Bush guys out there. I don't know. I we, We're doing it for props and locks tonight, so I made sure that I had some information with me. And, and Busher, Busher, I'm sure the stream will correct me on it. Right. Is plus 250. Yeah, Logano, he's there as well. Mm-hmm. Now, those are rock stars, man. Those are the real rock stars. Like, you know, NASCAR and F1, those athletes, they make upwards of – I mean, I think, like, the lowest paid guys are probably making, like, $20 million a year, bro. They go, to, they go to, their, to, the, to, the, um, to the races in jets and helicopters, and mm-hmm. they live the life, man. So they're like golfers. Oh, no question. Yeah. No question. You know, these guys, I mean, rich, rich. When I say rich, they're rich, rich. They're the, they're the big athletes in the, um, in the world of sports. Huge. F1, it's crazy how what Hamlin makes, man. Hamilton makes like $80 million a year. You could put 10 of the best F1 drivers, okay? Mm-hmm. Line them up in, in a picture. I wouldn't know one of them. <laughs> Not one. I, t- I said a long time ago when I was doing the shows with Bruno that if I end up having to talk about soccer and F1, I will go drive a cab. Right, right. Okay? Right. I am out. I, I get it every once in a while. I watch it every once in a while. Um, you know, but you know, it, it's intriguing, man, you know, watching, you know, yeah. just like, just like, you know, understanding how fast these guys are going. They clock these guys sometimes going 200 miles an hour. Yeah. I am not doing sports radio in Brazil. Let's let's look at this. All right. You tell me, Harry, is this yeah. is Barrett's gonna know? Is this an F1 driver or an international pop sensation? Go ahead. You tell me which one. Sergio Perez. Sergio Perez. Uh, I will say that he is an international pop sensation. Sergio is actually the seventh ranked driver last oh, year. Oh, he is? Yes. <laughs> I'm glad I didn't know that. Yes. Now, I'll give you another one here. All right. right. Is this an international pop sensation from a different part of the planet Mm. or an F1 driver? Max Verstappen. Verstappen. Well, he's he's German. Uh, I'll say that he is a Formula One driver. You are correct. Okay. You are correct. Verstappen. Romain Grosjean. Does he he drive for Fiat? Who? Uh, Verstappen, yeah, uh, you, he, would know, you would know that. No, I don't. I mean, I, I I look at it every once in a while, man. And the only reason I know, uh, um, um, Hamble, he says, um, are those pajamas. I like your pajamas. He's a 
Oh yeah, from the- oh, I saw that commercial. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, well, well, how about this? How about this? Classically trained Canadian actor or mm-hmm. F one driver, George Russell. George Russell. Yes. Doesn't Classically- sound. Doesn't sound Canadian. No, it doesn't. I no, thought you. I thought you meant like a French Canadian. No, you, you can be from Canada. And yeah, I know. Canada. So you're talking like a just a regular like Toronto Canuck. Somebody, yeah, uh, maybe All from right. Alberta. Let's go Canadian actor. No, George no? Russell is actually the sixth. He's a little. He's one higher than Sergio Perez. See, now right. I'm watching Barrett. Barrett doesn't know these guys either. No, no. he claims he's a big F1 guy. No, I don't claim. I just watch it every once in a while. I watch it. <laughs> I'm more so. I'm more so a guy that I like to watch, like uh, you know, the 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 cars themselves. You know, talking about Fiat or talking about Mercedes. You know, F1. Those guys live the life, man. Yeah. I just love their lifestyle. Oh yeah. Well, yeah, they're in like Monte Carlo, hanging out with right, models. Right. I yeah. mean, have you ever when you watch that stuff when they're when they're out racing in the streets, man? It's crazy how fast they're going and going through regular streets that people drive on every day, mm-hmm. but they make it into a course. Yeah, they might be dead trying to do something like that, man. You know the reaction time that they have to. I mean, it's crazy how that stuff goes, bro. Can you imagine driving for twenty four hours, like twenty four hours in Le Mans? They no. take four hour shifts. No, and drive. Well, yeah, four I watched. I watched that uh, that movie. Oh, four versus Ferrari. Ford yeah. versus Ferrari. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's crazy, man. That's, I mean, those those are athletes, wow. man. You have to be as close as you get to that. Probably here is going on I ninety five in Massachusetts. <laughs> That's a fair. Yeah, have you fair. ever driven up there with those with the, no. the Massachusetts folks? Yeah, they're out of their minds. Oh yeah, yeah, that's that's horrible up there. No man. fun. It's horrible. Yeah. No fun whatsoever. You know. All right, Chris is going to join us coming up in three minutes, and Barrett can test his theory on the three point shooting of the Philadelphia 76ers. Overtime at the top of the hour is going to be John McMullen, and I don't think we're going to get word. For anything, but there could be a trade coming down at some point today. At some <laughs> point, there will be a trade. I think there will be. Not could, will be a trade. Somebody's getting dealt today. Did you ask Mr. Predicto? Uh, will there be a quarterback trade today? Yes. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. The answer you seek is yes. Look at that. That's enough for me. That's big time for you, Harry. That's enough for me. Put it out on Twitter. Mr. Predicto. We might have to I don't control that account. You don't? No. Some, whoever does, please let the world know what you just predicted out there, which is yes. All signs point to yes. Come on. It, it's still – how can you still not like the whole thing with uh, Mentolo? My oh, the Mentolo with uh, the King of Queens? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, that was created, actually pretty funny. They created that thing yeah. for the episode. They did? Yes, yeah, that's that doesn't exist. Oh, so oh, so the whole mental look thing came from the episode. It wasn't like a, a a copy of something that actually existed in life. I think it is. I, I think it's a copy of a toy. Like it's it's like to make fun of one of those turban things where like you know, like you said, Zoltar or something. Zoltar. Yeah, Zoltar, yeah, yeah. 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 Here's the uh, remember talking about Chris Tucker. Here's the scene from The Office. I'll tell you, this show, this show has its moments. I'll give him that. Uh, how do I... Oh, come on. No man. volume. Yeah, well, I can't get out of this. Where thing. is it? 
It won't let me. Uh... Ah, jeez. <laughs> I hate to do it to you. Yeah, I hate to do it. To you. <laughs> it was. It wasn't letting me mute. Unmute it. What the hell? Wow. Is what? Yeah. Yeah. That's all right. I got you here. I got you. Here. This is the whole thing with Chris Tucker. <laughs> I, I couldn't really hear it. Is, is Don't ever touch like, a black man's radio. Oh, is that what he said? <laughs> yeah, remember the scene from Rush Hour where Jackie Chan said, or he said to Jackie Chan, "Don't you ever touch a black man's radio." <laughs> no, never saw it. Oh, come on! Man. You never saw Rush Hour? No. Oh, come on! Now, no, no. Quoting it. I know. Oh, I never goodness. saw it. So that's uh, <laughs> that's the clip. He's Greg <laughs> Robinson's face. He's just like that whole show is that guy doing stupid stuff and like an extended look of like six seconds of people reacting. Like every right, right. Show, you get like a second of somebody's reaction. But in the it's like on purpose where they hold the camera for like six well, or seconds on somebody. Like, you that. know, what else is like that was curb your enthusiasm. Ah, yes. People reacting to Larry David's. Yes. Chris. I Hey, how's it going, gentlemen? What's it, going it on, Chris? Correct. I'm, I'm sorry you had to come on this show, man. I'm so sorry, bro. Well, oh, man, it's an honor and a privilege, and I appreciate it. Yeah, my it. apologies. Chris, we're up, live bro? stream. We're, we're about to be back on the radio. It's Kraus, correct? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Perfect, perfect. This Thank you, really, big time. Oh, no worries, man. It's always good to come on. Oh, he's one of your alum, Harry. Oh, yeah, no. I, I, I Hey, Temple <laughs> University, the place where it's at. <laughs> All right, we, we've had a, a very contentious back and forth, an argument on this program between myself and Barrett Brooks. And if you've noticed, Harry is best at needling and fueling the argument by dropping a nugget on my side and then flipping. I mean, he's the Machiavelli yes. of this program. So we've brought in an expert. I don't want to say a backup for me or a backup for Barrett, although we'll see how this conversation goes. Chris Krause covers the NBA, covers the Philadelphia 76ers, the Wizards as well, at NBA Krause. 48minutes.com is the website. We strongly, as we brought up earlier, suggest that you go check this out. At 48 Minutes is the Twitter handle. And yes, a TU alum. So you know that Harry is just waiting to take this somewhere else and talk about... I'll wait till the end. <laughs> I'll wait Chris, to the first end. and foremost, thank you, sir. We know it's short notice and all. We appreciate you hopping on with us today. Oh, before yeah. you before you before you start, man, I'll let you know, uh -oh. man. I'm, uh -oh. I'm six foot five and a half, three hundred forty five pounds, man. So Get out of here. What is this, the Dan Patrick show? <laughs> You're a teddy bear. Yeah. Just, just, man, just playing around, bro. Just playing around, bro. What yeah, is this, man, the Dan Patrick show? Are we gonna ring a bell? <laughs> uh, six five uh, two forty. Ding. <laughs> Well, I appreciate you guys having me on. I would like to think Temple made me tough enough to, to handle this. You know, I yes. hope so. At least. It did. Yes. Yeah, he's a single. He's a single number. You're number five, bro. You know, you're single numbers, man. On Temple football teams, you're big time, man. I'm just running right. all on the outside. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so let's let's start with our conversation. We saw this coming out. Uh, one of your colleagues who covers the Sixers as well, Derek Bodner, put out just how alarming the stats were for the Sixers. In three-point attempts, 27th right now, it looks in the NBA, even following last night where they launched a, bo a bunch. And that's kind of where the genesis of the back and forth and the argument came from, Chris, which is it's concerning for me that this team is not taking enough threes, whereas for Barrett, it's not. So where do you stand on that? Uh, I think you got to get good looks with your threes. And, you know, 
Joel is doing well with, with threes. I know there's a lot of talk about him taking too much. Um, you know, you have Seth and you got your other guys that are, that are, that are doing a good job. I don't know that I'd force it too much um, other than other than the good looks that they're getting. Um, and part of that is personnel. You know, I mean, like, you know, with, with Simmons and him not doing him, not necessarily doing that. Uh, I don't know, you know, whether whether or not you can have um, like like kind of kind of a forced issue there. Thank you. And that's all I'm saying. I, I'm saying that, you know, we were we were we were discussing not arguing. But we were discussing that, I was you know, arguing. these these these. Yeah. <laughs> Team, these teams in the NF, in, in NBA at this point are in the, going in the direction they're going th- three-point centric. But our team isn't really built to be a three-point centric type of team. It's built around Joel Embiid. So he's saying that we're going to trade two for three, um, you know, when we go down the court. Well, I mean, that's just the way this team is built. You know, I, I think they need to rely more on, 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 on Embiid at the end of the game being the guy that's going to take the shots in the fourth quarter and not necessarily having – uh, Green and, and and Curry be the guys they're gonna keep putting up these shots. I, I think I doubt seriously they will be starters on other teams, so I don't look at them in that capacity. So I tend tend to think that that's gonna happen a lot this year. That's just my my way of thinking. I, I think Seth would definitely probably be like a starter on most any team. Um, I'm, I'm with you on Green. He's a little bit defensive liability. He's a little older. You know, you, you, depending on what kind of team you are, is where he's gonna fit. But um, you know, you. I think they can go and 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 use their guys. You know, in, in a sense. And if you know, for a lot of teams that are really good at threes, you don't have that situation at the end of the game where you need Joel to get you a bucket. They're already they're right. already up. And uh, you know, the Sixers haven't quite been there for a full game. I mean, we've seen it during halves where they've been dominating. The, and the defense just makes this kind of argument like non, non uh, obsolete because uh, they're up by so much that it doesn't matter. Um, but uh, but I'm with you there. The, the margins matter, and they're going to matter even more come playoff time. So it's one of those things we got to like. They should really figure out. Well, given this uh, three point discussion, uh, Chris, what do you think? I know the trade deadline's a little bit more than a month away. Comes in uh, towards the end of March, I believe. Now with this new calendar this year, mm-hmm. uh, what do you think the Sixers would be looking for? And do you think there'll be a team that will be making a deal? You know, a lot of teams when they get out and and a really good uh, early lead end up leading the conference, kind of like the Milwaukee Bucks the last few years. They don't want to mess with a good thing. They're like, okay, we have we see what we did in the offseason coming together. Now this offseason is a little bit weird because they didn't really have a full offseason. They didn't really have a chance to gel, and Doc Rivers is kind of putting sets slowly. Uh, so I almost think that the Sixers will be willing to go and make moves around the edges. Um, there was a report that they they're looking at uh, Kings forward. Uh, Bajalinkla, he's uh he's you know he, he hasn't played since uh, early January for the Kings. You know, kind of a guy who Mike Scott type 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 player. Um, but like I think those are the kind of deals that you're going to be looking for. Um, maybe another wing. So uh, nothing big, nothing big. Yeah, I can't imagine yeah. you're going to see a Jimmy Butler type deal. Um, even even like Buddy Heald is probably going to mm. be tough to pull off. Um, although, you know, it's, it's not out of the realm of possibility that you, you, you mangle together some salary with Danny Green and, and a few other players to, to get a player like Buddy Heald. It really depends on the asking price, but I think Heald would be a great, a great, great yeah. fit if that could happen. Yeah. Well, there'd be a lot of young guys, you know, I mean, would you do that? No, I'm saying here's, here's, I'm sorry, Chris, I'm curious when, before we get to that point, and I know it's, as Harry said, a month or so away and, and Chris Krause at NBA Krause joins us on the program here it's now enough of a sample size this year although it's not a full season to bring it up especially because it's a new coach and there's a new chemical makeup of the team 
why the hell are they so bad on the road still? I, I can't really answer that for you, you know, because because I'll say this last season. Um, I, I remember I, I went on the road with them a few times. I was down in Washington and you felt really like kind of a funky vibe. It felt like you ever go to someone's house and you feel like, you know, the couple fought before they got there. And it was like, no one wants to say anything. It's kind of like this, this, this weird thing that's going on. Uh, you know, that was, that was kind of what it was last year. Now this year, everything I'm hearing, I, and I haven't been on the road with them, so I don't really, I don't really know, but like everything I'm hearing, that's not the case. It just, it, it just might be a very small sample size in this sense that, you know, they're on a West coast trip. They had the Super Bowl on Sunday. It was a team experience and, you know, and then they came out a little slower to against the, uh, the Kings, you know, when they did play and, and then now, now with Portland, but um, yeah, I think I think you gotta give them a little more time because it's not it, it, it is two different situations between this year and last year. I, I would at least at least in my opinion. Well, at this point, you know, you talk about this trade deadline um, being next month. Who would you say would be viable uh, guys? You know, that would lead this team that, that especially with these young guys. You know, you have you know Cork Moss, you know Thibel. Uh I think they're you know they're too young right now to 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 really trade and 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 you know because they could still got a lot of growing to go. You know, so who would you say? You know, everybody keeps saying green. All right, we say green, but who else would you say would be a, a viable uh, trade piece? No, I think Corkmoss will have is really interesting because he's he's a player that his value around the league is not the same to every team. It's very very volatile. So you know, for one man's trash is another man's treasure, and like you know, he's he's nowhere near either one of those uh, ends of the spectrum. So I think he, that could be a situation where. Hey, if 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 some team values him higher than the Sixers do, and there's a there's a chance to kind of like turn it around and, and make a make a nice move, uh, because you are going to need that other piece on top of Green. The re- reason why everyone keeps saying Danny Green is because of the salary, and he just has a, you know, he's, they're going to need to put that. They're going to bring back a significant player. But yeah, you, but you're exactly right. It has to be another piece, and and I almost wonder if Corkmoss is that guy. If you're going to give up on one of the younger guys you have, because we already know they're not giving up Maxi, and, and and I think Doc loves Shake Milton, so yeah. it's like a you know it's a situation where. Who else are you going to give? And then, you know, you're already out of future first round pick from the Horford deal. So, yeah, I, I see what I mean. It's like t- kind of tough to make that value. I don't know, man. I hate to do it to the Sixers, man. But I just I just see them as a point at this point, man. They just they're good enough right now to 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 win in the East. But can they, you know, continue with the torch throughout the playoffs? You know, when they do play and uh, if they get to the championship games, you know, when that series right now, do they have enough on the offensive side of the ball? You know, that's where I'm coming from. Can they lean a lot that much on Embiid being that guy? Yeah, and especially against – they're probably going to end up facing the Nets. And hmm. I don't know if any team in the league has enough defense when the Nets are rolling and assuming all the stars are healthy. So, yeah, they're going to need they're going to need offensive firepower from start to finish. And uh, I'm right there with you. What about the other team that you have an eye on, Chris? Uh, you can't tell me nothing to pull Bradley Beal away? <laughs> I know, that, I know there's a lot of reports uh, that that organization, you know, they're making Brad happy. They're doing everything they can to make him happy. And until he's like, I can't do this no more. They're 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 going to be together. And, uh, you know, from everything I'm hearing, it's not nothing will happen before the end of the season. But but Brad would be fantastic in Philadelphia. I really think him and Joel would be like, you know, the one two punch like mm-hmm. Dwayne Wade and, Batman and Robin. Yep. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they're they're not moving to him until the end of the season. I mean, that's at least every you know from all sides, all parties. You know, agents from the player side. Every everything you're hearing is uh, even what a Ben. Get out of wow. here! Trying to trade Ben Simmons. 
Ben has a lot of value. Uh, and right. I mean, don't get me wrong. They, it, ben makes anyone think about their star, right? Like, like, like that's how valuable he is. And, uh, I, but I do think that right now it's like, a, you know, it would take probably way more than any team is willing to pay uh, to, to get Beal. And even then it might not even be a thing. Like, I'm not sure they would tra- – like, if they got the James Harden package, I'm not sure they would have done that. Hmm. Wow. Hey, Chris, how would you describe – speaking of Ben, how would you describe – uh, Ben's uh, development through 26 games now under Doc Rivers. You know, he's he, he almost reminds me of like you know the first couple games of a Team USA where they don't want to they they don't want to come in and and uh, you know they don't want to dominate the ball. It's all like hey, let's get to know each other. It's team bonding stuff like that. That's what Simmons's first you know 26 games have kind of reminded me of, and it's he's great for that, right? But at some point, you're going to need him to take over a game and, and, and put a little bit more in and maybe not make Joel do so much. Uh, and, and, and you know, I, I think there's, a, there's definitely room to grow, but it's, I think we're almost just over the honeymoon period with, with Doc, if you, if you yeah. want to call it that. We might not be. You know, it might just be a, a thing where we're just going through this season. This whole year is the honeymoon period. But, uh, but yeah, no, I think, I think, he, I think he's, he's, do, he's doing well and playing at a high level. It's just a – you would like to see him be a little more aggressive, um, you know, as the season goes along. What's interesting, Chris, just looking at this playing out, and, and I know that there is some belief that maybe in, in due time they can figure it out on offense with the Pacers. I, I don't necessarily believe that, but we're kind of right back to where we thought we would be, right? Where there's three, maybe four teams who have a legit shot of winning the East, and we've kind of just eliminated a Miami who was kind of hovering there last year, but it, it's still the same. Like this is really top heavy. And to Barrett's point, the Sixers have come in there. And I know you mentioned the Nets as the ultimate firepower, but I wonder if people are overlooking Boston. I, I can see that. Um, I, I think they are a tier below. Uh, I think, I think there's a clear top three and the Sixers are there, you know, with, yep. the, with the Nets and the Bucks. And then, I think Boston's a little bit below that. They are looking for a trade. You know, they're looking around at the at the edges. They need a big man. They need a wing. And uh, you know, they have they have a trade exception from the Gordon Hayward deal, which is probably really valuable, especially if they're willing to attach a pick. And you know, just to bring a guy back, they can just do that. So uh, I think they're you know they're they're right there in that middle that that like kind of fourth spot. Miami's there too, but you know, it's I don't know. Like like I I feel like they're having like their championship hangover season and. And they didn't win the championship, so that's a yeah, that's a whole different situation. But yeah, I'm right there with you on Boston. I think they're they're, they're there in contention. They're not dead well, by any means. Well, yeah. Hold on, part. hold on. You'll get hold that on. in. I promise. We got to wrap the hour real quick on the network. Chris, give us a sec. Barrett's got to throw one in here before we get going. It's the middle. slash the middle and Sports Map Radio. Are you all right? Go ahead. Oh, you want to go? For, go ahead, Harry. Go ahead. No, go ahead, Barrett. Okay. You were jumping in there. See, um, <clears throat> Back and forth to have in this program. It doesn't have to be yelling and stepping. Right, 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 right. At, at, at what point, um, I, I can see Green at this point being, you know, the six-man guy coming off the bench, and they put Shake Milton in at that, that forward position slash, you know, shooting guard position. Um, you think Doc is going to make that happen? You know, can you see that as they go further along to see? Because I see him as a guy that can come in and give some stability to their offense, and then you sprinkle a little Green, who's a little older, um, as that guy to mix it up a little bit, you know, why aren't they doing that? I, I think, I think Green is, is is not really that consistent, right? So, like, you want you want to take him in a role where he's not needed as much. That six man role is is someone who's going to come in and 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 
you want to rely on him for buckets, you know, regardless of whether he plays defense and kind of like a Lou Will situation. I think, yeah. I, I think Shea could do that. Um, but I mean, they have time to tinker around. I think, I think the stability of Doc Rivers and not messing around too much, kind of like Brett Brown has in the past, kind of like some other coaches in the league do when when things go south, uh, might be might be valuable in, in this particular situation. But um, you seem pretty high on Green, you know, it, from from a sense, and, and you know, on some nights he he lives up to it. It's just I think that the volatility there with, with Green is uh, it might be why they're trying to keep him in a shorter role offensively. Hey Chris, we know it's not this year, but is it next year or two years from now on? Uh, when Temple finally has a basketball team that can get into the tournament and make a little noise, you know, I'm hoping every year. I mean, I I <laughs> I, I, I try to recruit them. I try to tell all the players, any any player that will listen or read my site, I'm like, please go to Temple. But like, you know, it's a, uh, it's 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 one. <laughs> well, of I those got some that... better kid. I mean, he's he's doing a decent job recruiting. Like next year, they get Miller from Newman Garetti as a point guard, and I think that's good. You know, that could really help push them. You know. Yeah, I mean, hey, you know, it's it's. It's it's one of the uh, the bread and butters of Temple, you know the 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 uh, basketball program, and you know we should be you know we should be back into a uh, into an every year kind of kind of powerhouse position. I'll tell you, it was great oh. when I was there. Those were the days, <laughs> man. Now we're a football school. <laughs> could be oh. worse, you know. You could be winning stuff, and people tell you not to even have a parade like Nova. Oh wow! Oh yeah, I guess yeah. That's true. Chris, thank you so much. Thanks, Chris. Appreciate you, Chris. Just want to get this out for everybody. NBA Krause is how you follow Chris on Twitter. 48minutes.com is the website. At 48minutes is how you follow that Twitter account. We'll chat soon. Thank you so much for this, Chris. We look forward to doing it again. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. Have a good one, man. Yeah, and that's C-R-O-U-S-E. Krause. Yeah. Not like Xander Krause. Correct. With Jacob Media. Yeah, yeah. Xander said that's the that's the OG way of saying it too. Oh, look at that! Right on the money. That's a rarity. Oh, to the middle on the sports map. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Park Studios. Here's Aton Shander, Eric Brooks, and Harry Mays. Remember, you guys brought up one of you brought up that dude with the voice from Cleveland. Yeah. Yeah. I think we have a story that might trump that. Ted Williams. No, no, name. no. Oh, yes, yes. That Ted was his Williams. name. Yeah, yeah. Right. I thought you meant like the story that would trump that. Oh, no, 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 no. With the former baseball player, Ted Williams. Right. No, no. I think, yes. What a great pull. Ted Williams. Yeah. What's his name? The man with the million-dollar voice used to live on the street, was homeless. We know that. I don't know what he's doing now. That's fine. It's not really it. But. This story that I saw, I think, trumps the Ted Williams story. Can we say you- trumps anymore, or is that off limits too? It, it's <laughs> not off limits for me. All right, I, I look. I, I read in medical journals. Yeah, doctors use the R word in mm-hmm. a medical sense. Yeah, so if doctors are still using that for a technical sense. Then we can get away with saying something trumped something else. Okay. Now, All right. Here's another thing, too. If you don't say that, then what the hell are you calling the dominant suit in spades? Right. The, the, the blank card. Right. Yes. Yeah. You, you can't let one extreme take over everything. That's true. Right? You have That's to true. have nuance in your life. Harry, you didn't hit me with the. the, the, the... I'm going to hit you. I'm going to hit horn? you with the Biden card. <laughs> yeah, right. That does, doesn't sound right, right? 
I thought you were just going to hit him with the horns. Yeah. That's <laughs> or hit him with the hind. Yes, or the hind. Which hit him with the hind. Hit him with the hind. All right, so here's the thing. Do you, are you familiar with the actor named Kevin Miles? No. Okay, Kevin Miles has come a long way. He used to sleep in his car after first arriving in L.A. to pursue an acting career. Mm-hmm. He was struggling and struggling for rent. Yes. Struggling, yeah. Working multiple dead end jobs just to support food and sustenance. Sounds like guys in radio. Yeah. 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 Unlike guys in radio, this guy's actually made it. OK. Now, he is one of the most popular actors on a commercial right now. Do you know yes. what I'm talking about? Yes. Who? Yes. He's uh, um, from State Farm. What's his name? Yes. Uh, is he Jake yes. from State Farm? Jake from State Farm. Yeah. Yes. Used to sleep in his car. Wow. Now he gets right. recognized on the street. You know, he gets recognized on the street like John McMullen does. <laughs> McMullen, what's up, man? From out of nowhere, who do we have? The McMullen Mafia. If this What's isn't up? a tease right now to stick around for overtime, I don't know what is. John right. McMullen's going to hang with us. We're back on Monday. We'll see if, in fact, where Carson Wentz gets traded, if, if it does. Well, we'll talk to John about that coming up next. Ron, thank you, sir, for everything. Have a great weekend. We hope to have you in Houston and not go the way of J.J. Watt on Monday. You can we'll come see. here if you want to, Ron. Yeah, stay out of Philly, man. It's cold. It's miserable. It's wet. <laughs> yeah, you don't want any part of this. It's dark. It's dark eight months a year up here. It's like yeah. Fairbanks, Alaska. Yeah, it's awful. It's overtime now. Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It. And it's overtime, just like that. Joined by John McMullen, it's Barrett Brooks, Harry Mays, Aton Shander, each and every day, courtesy of Book It Sports at Book It HQ is where you can download the app each and every day. And, of course, Wednesdays with Jeff Parles, where we fade Parles. I don't think anybody's going to fade McMullen right now. Unless John McMullen is going to come on here and say the Philadelphia Eagles are not planning on trading Carson Wentz. That's the only thing I think you could say to where people would fade what you have to say outside of Barrett, of course. But other than that, (laughs) I think it's pretty much business as usual, right? Now, Barrett's still the only one on that hill, I think. (laughs) I think you're the only one. But, uh, hey, look, it's pretty clear that Howie is not getting uh, the offers that he wants. Uh, so at some point, maybe there's a 180. But I, I I, keep going back to the fact, I can't imagine you would want to put a first-year head coach and a, and a, a new coaching staff with so many young, um, young teachers, so to speak, in a position where they have to deal with a quarterback controversy on top of it. I, I just think that would be a disastrous situation. I hope the Eagles are smart enough to understand that. So you think they they move him out of here uh, as a result so Sirianni doesn't have to deal with the smoke, if you will, of Hurts and Wentz? Well, I I think that's a part of it. I think you don't want him to deal. You're setting him up for failure. Remember, this is a guy who's uh, a first-time head coach. He's coming Mm -hmm. into a situation. He's following up on a Super Bowl winner. Uh, You know, Deuce Staley was really popular. We talked about that 
A lot of guys in that locker room lobbied for Deuce Staley. He didn't get the job. So he's dealing with all that stuff to begin with, and then you're going to throw a quarterback controversy on top of it. I just – that'd be putting him in a really difficult spot is my point. Well, you know, I, I listened to um, your your podcast. Uh, was it Football 24-7? Um, and, you know, it's on phillyvoice.com. But I was listening to it, and you were saying that the bang for buck – They'll never get the bang for buck that the Howie is is is, is right now right. trying to get. So either way it goes, it'll be a historic bad trade if they trade him in any sense. It'll be historically bad for the organization, and they'll be more of a laughing stock than what they are right now, right? Well, it's a terrible precedent. I've said that from the start. Anytime you put thirty three point eight million in dead money, I mean it is unprecedented. The record as we stand here talking today is twenty two point two million. So. You know, Jeffrey's already taken that on. He's going to look bad from that perspective. And then if you look forward to the draft, I think it's also interesting because if you move uh, Carson Wentz out of here, as we all expect, do you just assume Jalen Hurts is the starter or do you have to start looking at young rookie quarterbacks, especially if somebody like Justin Fields maybe drops to number six? Do you consider moving in a completely new direction? I think – it's certainly got to be on the table. I will say that. That'd be tough, man. You know, because I, I think about that number, and I know he's going to be here, but even at number six, and you look at, you know, the guys that are sitting there right now, if he's there, even if Carson is here, <laughs> what's the likelihood that they still pull the trigger for a quarterback, or do they go with, oh. you know, Jamar Chase then? Or, or, yeah, I, I, if Carson's here, I, I don't think they look at quarterback. I don't think you can. I, I don't think you could bring a third one in. But if they move him, as we all expect, I think I, – I go back to 2016. When Howie was talking about that draft, he, he basically said, we don't plan to be up here that often. Mm-hmm. And we have to take advantage of it. He was talking about the quarterback position. Well, all of a sudden, things have gone wrong. They're up not quite that high but they're up very high. So are you going to tell me that Jalen Hurts has a higher ceiling than even Trey Lance, never mind the Justin Fields? Is that (laughs) – can you afford to look at things that way? I'm not sure you can. Man, can you imagine they bring in Trey Lance, another North Dakota State quarterback? (laughs) It's coming. coming. Oh, is that what you think is going to happen, Aton? I think they trade back. I think they deal Wentz. They trade back. And they take Lance at 11 or 12, something along Well, I'll say you can't scout the helmet. That's what personnel people always yeah. say. Yeah. It's not Trey Lance's fault that Carson Wentz went off, went off the rails just because he's a North Dakota State kid. So, Although, um, John, to be fair, they scouted the helmet when they chose their next head coach, did they not? Yeah. A little bit. Yeah, a little bit. They scouted the That's helmet. a better helmet, though. The, the Colts helmet's a better helmet. Not That's that a classic Chiefs look. Yeah. I mean, let's be honest. They they hired Doug because they were at their wits end and they called up Andy and said, what should we do? Right. Uh, and it's kind of this time they hired Nick Sirianni because they couldn't find anybody better than Josh McDaniel. So they called up Frank Reich. They called and up said, Frank and said, do? what do we do? Yeah. What do we do? <laughs> and that's their last the problem, man. That's the problem right there. Doesn't Lurie I mean, know Rob Kraft? Why can't he call Rob Kraft up? He does. That? What, yeah. he does. what the hell are you doing asking these guys? 
Well, I think it's funny because they go through this entire process and they end up, you know, with an Andy guy, with a Frank Wright guy, and they can spin it any way they want, but that's what they're comfortable with, and understandably so, but I don't know. It, it you certainly raises some eyebrows. Now, John, I haven't checked your Twitter in the last two hours, and that's my mistake, but are you already – uh, fending off Eagles fans with the J.J. Watt requests. Oh, yeah. I yeah. refuse to acknowledge it. Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll do it on here. I mean, the guy is uh, – J.J. Watt's an all-time great player. I mean, mm-hmm. first ballot Hall of Famer. But let's be honest, he's post-30. He's really expensive. Uh, this team's up against it from a salary cap standpoint. We all know Jeffrey Lord used the term transition 85 times. Mm-hmm. This is a, a rebuild. Yeah. You don't bring in a 32-year-old who hasn't played, you know, more than eight games twice in the last five years. It's right. silly. Yeah. You know, and why would JJ want to come here? That's my right. question. That was my point. Why would anybody want yeah. to come? Yeah. Not, look, this is not a destination spot for anybody no. in free agency right now. Now, you caught me a year and a half, two years ago. I would say, yeah, you know, the, the Eagles are still hot, but they're just they're just not a landing spot for anybody right now. So, no, and point, part of that is they're in a transition phase, and yeah. JJ wants to go play with his brothers, or yeah. he wants to go back to Wisconsin. That's yeah. probably where he's going to go. But transitioning is a hot term, though these days. So I, yeah. I you know, you know, got to stick with you that. You can't use you can't use rebuild. Transition right. means right. rebuild. Right. Well, you know, right. looking at looking at it as they go forward, and and the more time they take in in, in trying to facilitate a trade, I know the the worse the deal is going to be. So if he does get traded, it'll be a historically bad trade. But as they go forward, it's still I, I don't think it's going to happen simply because they're in a position right now that. If you look at the draft, that's where teams are headed now. That's what they're looking at. They're looking at going into the combine. We're thinking about you know combine players and and seeing how they're going to facilitate it in their locker rooms. I don't see how you know this trade even happens now because they're going in this direction. Well, I mean, look, there's a lot of quarterback desperate teams in this league. There always are. The problem with the Eagles, and I've said this from the start, and I wrote it on Philly Voice. You you have a very small window where some of these other quarterbacks, whether it's Deshaun Watson trying to wrangle his way out of Houston, technically he's not available yet. Um, Russell Wilson even trying to wrangle his way out of Seattle. I liked what you did there with the Houston Wranglers. Weren't they in the USFL or something? Uh, Wranglers, yeah. Yeah. The USF, no, they weren't. the the Was it the the World Football League? Might have been. I know there was a Wrangler. Stampeders. Yeah, Calgary Stampeders. <laughs> I don't know because I, I spent the summer there, but that's that's yeah. Alex Singleton's club, the, the Calgary right. Stampeders. Absolutely. I'll tell you, you ever see a chuck wagon race? You ain't seen one unless you've been to Calgary and seen it when the stampede rolls through. John, let's let's leave us with this. You react to this scenario. The Chicago Bears this afternoon are going to announce a trade for somebody not named Carson Wentz, and Philadelphia is going to look to burn its football team down. Yeah, I mean, if the Bears, that's the problem. If the Bears or the Colts go to someone different, say they pull up, say the Bears pull up a trade for Sam Darnold or something like that, all of a sudden you don't have 
two teams to play off each other. Right, right. You lose even more leverage, and that's the concern. That's why I said there's got to be more of a sense of urgency. The Eagles want to trade them, trade them. You know you're not getting value, what you thought at one time. It's Walmart clearance aisle prices anyway. <laughs> so just do it. Just do it and move on. Take your medicine. I tell you, I, I hope just for the purposes of this program that we show up on Monday morning at 11 o'clock and the Bears have traded for anybody other than Wentz because you want the polar opposite of emotion. Harry Mays is going to come out here like, throwing microphones, headphones, hats, and everything, and back. Da-da-da! Yeah, da I told you! <laughs> but it's going to be a polar opposite of emotion that I'm just going to be here for. Yeah. <sighs> I, I just hope it's over. Yeah. I just want it to be over. You want it to be That's over. Yeah. It's been over, man. Because I don't think, you know, they care too much about how everybody looks at them um, to, to make a, yes, a, the optics. a catastrophic deal. Like that. They're just not going to do it, man. We talking about the gold standard. Once he said the gold standard and he said everything is to place and to be in that type of team, he can't look at, you know, he can't look at the other owners and like, all right, you know, look what happened to us. I, I just can't see Jeffrey doing it. They're yeah, like well, that was my standard. that was my original thought why they wouldn't accept the dead money. But I mean, come on, they've said gold standard, new normal, quarterback yeah. factory, GM yeah. factory. They said a lot of stupid. A lot of hashtags <laughs> where you're coming out of that uh, organization. They're more like the mold standard. Yeah. Now, we, we have to get, but real quick, is there any truth to the rumor? That yesterday, after I forgot to end the stream and the show was going on for another three, three and a half hours, that you were partaking in the chat despite nobody actually doing a show. That is not true. I, okay. I didn't even know there was a chat. <laughs> yeah, apparently the chat went on for another 45 minutes to an hour after our I think show longer ended. Longer than that, Harry. Longer than that? Yeah, cutting the head off a chicken. That thing was moving around for another three, four hours. <laughs> I'm I'm proud to say I've never been in a chat, so that ain't me. <laughs> you you just spoke for Harry's maze existence, right? Yes, there. John, we, we appreciate it, man. Thanks, so thanks, John. Time. Have a good weekend. Thanks a lot, bro. Right. Have a good one now. Thanks to everybody else out there as well. It's overtime. Have a great weekend. We're back Monday. Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on their Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.